Welcome to episode 48 of the Movie City Maniacs. On tonight's episode, our best of series concludes with our overall top 10 picks of 2018. Welcome everyone to the Movie City Maniacs. I'm Kyle. I'm Maddie. And uh, joining us once again, Adam, Mr. O'Tour himself, Bentley. <laughs> hey guys. I have no, <laughs> I never have descriptive words for Adam. So like every podcast you in, call the, him like a in the synopsis, yeah, he's just, he's Mr. O'Tour. He works for a company. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are here continuing and concluding our best of the uh, 2018 series. We did Part one, last episode, we're splitting up this episode in two parts because it's so big and I didn't want to throw up a five-hour episode. The first half was our top 10 horror of 2018, and this will be our overall picks where you can blend horror. I don't know if we will. I, I Personally, myself, I try to- I like to separate. I like to give myself 20 movies to talk about, but I mean, yeah, if, if you thought it was a shitty year, you just really wanted to put a horror film in, by all means, it's it's your choice how you want to do your list. But um, I'm just assuming, what's what's the big ones in the, this year? Mr. What was the one uh, you guys Drew. About? Uncle Drew. Uncle Drew's going to uh, be- Gotti. <laughs> And uh, what were the other big flicks this year? Um, Game Over Man. Game uh, Over Man. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm really excited to talk about all three of those. You can see those, what happens. You know, it's very rare I have a lot of fives out of five in my top mm. 2018 list. And like there's three right there. So, I kind of wish it went up to six. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was definitely a great year for cinema. Here's a question to get it back to uh, <laughs> <Seriousness>. reality. <laughs> uh, do you ever give a five right out of the gate? I, I don't. I find my, my knee jerk because I'm walking out of the theater. I'm like, oh, that was so fucking awesome. I'm off five. But like, I usually give I myself usually 24 wait. hours to yeah, I don't, I don't rewatches. Know if I have either. Mm-hmm. I, I can't think of anything offhand. But I don't. I think I've only given like yeah. three fives in, in my history anyways. So. Maybe Dunkirk. I might have like right at the gates. Like that was five. Like I don't right. think I'm seeing this ever again. <laughs> this is so good. I'm never watching it again. <laughs> um, I already talked about last episode. I personally, I mean, I know... I've heard the complete opposite. I think Adam would disagree. I thought this was a terrible year for cinema. Putting this mm-hmm. even this top ten together, the overall eyes kind of. Like, eh, I feel like I, I feel yeah. like I'm just trying to fill a list. I think like there's a couple of films that I really enjoyed and want to talk about, but the rest I think I'm are there to fill a list. I, there there's very few really standouts to me. I, I don't see any of these. Maybe you know one or two making my top hundred of all time or something but these I, I think this is a very forgettable year but again I've mm-hmm. I've heard the complete opposite where a lot of people have said this is the best year since the 2000 of the 2000s yeah. and I'm just flabbergasted by that the other thing I noticed is a lot of films and maybe that's my 
movie hipster coming out. A lot of films that a lot of people really enjoyed. I gave a chance for it. I didn't hate. I was like, oh, it was pretty good, but I wasn't. I don't know. I just wasn't as enamored enamored by it as uh, mm-hmm. as people were. But I, I guess I we'll thought see. it was a really good mo- uh, year think? for like horror movies, like. Everything I, I did love, too. I, I kind of wish I yeah. put in horror to this list because I think at that point it would be 50% horror movies. Yeah, I think if I was including my horror, just looking at my horror right now, like I think four or five of my yeah. horror could fit in this overall. Like I would put four or five horror films over, over top four of or five. I yeah. think on my list I've, I would have two. Yeah. So uh, same thing as our last episode. Uh, I wanted to mention again because I like bragging. Do you guys have an idea of how many movies you saw overall of 2018, I, I guess? I thought about 12. Yeah, I'm about Fuck 13. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, guys. Just ignore their list and listen to mine because I've seen it all. I think I've seen somewhere between 60 and 80. It's hard because yeah. some of the... If I go into Letterbox, which I, I love Letterbox, mm-hmm. some of the films in that are listed as 2017 are actually 2018 films. Yeah, I guess going by our our criteria, if you had didn't listen to the horror one, the way we do this is if it was released in festivals in 2017, but it wasn't widely available to 2018, that would count as a 2018 flick. So we usually go by the date everyone could see it. I mean, if you saw it with ten other people, I you know I don't feel I, you, you could I guess if you really wanted to. Include, I like I how think, you think that only ten people go yeah. to fe- festivals. <laughs> All in the case of like Gotti, probably, but uh, <laughs> was Gotti in a festival? Gotti actually got in, I believe, in the in the Sundance or whatever. Oh, it was a big deal that they amazing. somehow got in there. But um, yeah, so. That's a, that's a pretty good number. Maddie, do you have uh I have no idea. 50, 75, 100? <laughs> Probably 50, actually. makes more sense. So just just do my calculations now. I'm not very prepared. It looks like I watched, including the horror, 95. Uh, Holy moly. The sad part is, too... Most of those were probably watched in the past month or two. Like I, this is what happens, man. Like I'll slack off, and then like October comes, and I do a shitload, and then like a list like this, I take seriously. And like, I'm just anything that's 2018. I'm just getting it from the library. I'm watching mm. it on Netflix. I've been watching anything that isn't 2018 in and, like two months. Yeah, and it, it's killing me. And, and again, as I just said, that I didn't think this was a good year. I am dying for this to end. So yeah. I can like I picked up the Curse of the Devil. I believe it's called the Big Indicator three yeah. disc box that I've been dying to watch. I've been hearing everyone say it's one of the best discs. Really releases of of the year and I, I just haven't had time to watch it and all this stuff I've been buying and just it's just been sitting there my Christmas gifts and yeah I mean this is 2018 the force wash to that that's the one thing where yesterday I'm I was going through I watched three movies and part of me is going do I like this more because of what's going on today or do I I like this less because of what's going on today yeah it does bleed a little oh, bit. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. And that, that's why I always feel, I mean, again, you just don't have time, but like, I feel for me, my real opinion of the film is on that second watch. Yeah. And that's why, like, sometimes I'll go back and revisit these lists and completely change the order because I need that second time. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes the first time, whether it's your expectations are too high or too low or whatever, I think that all plays a part into it. And I think your second time, you kind of know how you felt. About it. Yeah. But even second time, you, I've, I've, I've done a complete 180, you know what I mean? Like, I remember really enjoying it and then I watched it and I either thought it was shit or Vice versa. So yeah, there, it, I don't know. There's no year, really. There's no really. I don't think. I think forty percent of my list changed. changed yeah. yeah, I find uh, theaters will change for me too. If you go see a movie in a theater and like the theater yeah. absolutely sucks, you're like well, fuck. This. Or if the theater's great. Yeah, that could be a true. Yeah, like, I would assume comedies would probably lift. Uh, yeah, yeah, lift up a star in a theater where the, the mm-hmm. whole crowd's in it and laughing ahead, and then when you watch it by yourself, you're like, horror can go that way yeah. too. Yeah, like yeah. when I saw Get Out last year. Yeah, like that's one of my best movie experiences mm-hmm. of the last 
few years in the theater just because of how into it, but also how respectful everybody was. Same with Be Quiet this year. I went and saw it, and like everyone was actually like, you could hear a pin drop. Oh, a in quiet that place? Theater. Yeah. Yeah. Be, yeah, be quiet. Be quiet. <laughs> I was thinking, what was the other one? Uh, be well, cool, you're thinking yeah, of. Yeah, I was, <laughs> that's what, actually when I was Was everyone about, cool the in the theater during that one? <laughs> <laughs> what was the one um, with the guy who's like uh, blind and shit? Don't breathe. Don't breathe. Yeah, be quiet. <laughs> no, everyone in that movie, they hold their breath when they go in and. <laughs> People were passing out and shit. That'd we had a great woman in, in Don't Breathe that was be- behind us. Uh, oh, that was amazing. That was like, don't go in there. You don't go in there. Did, did I see it with you and the girl had like four kids in yeah, front of you? That was not as cool. Yeah. I had, uh, there's, there's a horror movie. I don't remember which one it was, but yeah, year two and same thing. Like, I think she added to experience. I know some people would be like, oh, shut up. And I'm like, no, man, she's adding to the experience. Yeah. Like her, her excitement and like getting into that film, I think mm. added something to we it. We had so. the, the two combo where I think that, that movie is better than my impression because the woman with her children in front, the woman behind added so much, yeah. but the woman in front was telling her kids to shut the fuck up and the kids were crying. Why are you yeah. taking kids to do That's exactly breathe. what we were talking about. They were <laughs> all pretty under the age of seven. Song. There was That's like four kids up. under the May, age of seven. Maybe seven. Yeah. Like they were up. young. They were like, three and four mm-hmm. and crying because yeah. they're terrified. Yeah, yeah that's messed uh, up. Because <laughs> Maddie, you know. Well, I didn't have pants on. <laughs> <laughs> I like to get comfortable. <laughs> and Maddie is not allowed around kids anymore. That's why I send our kids to go to the park. <laughs> that's why I called it Be Quiet. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Can we get back to fucking 2018 Yeah, let's films? go back to... Let's um, go back to- so before we jump into our list, I just wanted to do... We did the same thing with horror, and we did the list last year where we talked about the top 10 films we were excited about seeing in 2019. Let's see if any of those... How close any of those come to our list. Number 10... Uh, I guess... Should I just read them off? Yeah, yeah, just read them off. This is quickly. Just, I don't want to spend too much time because Adam doesn't have a list anyways. Uh, number 10 for me, I had Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> I enjoyed Jurassic World as a stupid, fun, violent dinosaurs eating mm. people. Um, number 9, I had The Irishman, which got delayed till 2019. Uh, the Cloverfield Paradox, I again, it, I mentioned last year, mm. I thought it... I didn't know how much horror it would be because it sounded like it was going more for a sci-fi thing, but we all know how that turned out. Uh, number 7, I had Venom. Number six, I had Aquaman. It's funny, half these movies I never even end up seeing. Number five, I had Solo, a Star Wars story. I guess by the time they came out the trailers, they looked a lot shittier than I initially thought. Number four, I had Ready Player One. Number three, Dark Phoenix, which again was delayed till 2019. Mm. Number two, I had Avengers Infinity War. And number one, I had Mission Impossible Fallout. So let's see how they compare. And Maddie, your list, you had number 10, Avengers Infinity War. Number nine, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Number eight, Annihilation. Number seven, Mission Impossible Fallout. Number six, The Dark Phoenix. Number five, Isle of Dogs. Number four, Venom. Number three, Sicario, Day of the Sedato. Number two, Ready Player One. And number one, you have Solo, A Star Wars Story. You're fucking crazy, Maddie. But let's see how these <laughs> we'll see lists, how this goes. Let's see how these lists compare. Um, yeah. Anyways, let's jump into it, guys. Like we did for the last one, we'll go through our list, we'll uh, alternate, and then uh, at the end we'll go through honorable mentions, worst stuff, and maybe just run through any other films that we saw that we haven't had a chance to talk about that didn't make our list, but mm-hmm. maybe we want to talk about because we really, really wanted to see it or, or whatever. Um, again, I, I kind of see these episodes, I know they're going to get a bit long, but again, it's like we each probably watched 60 films in the yeah. past month that we haven't had a chance to talk about on the show, so... You know, unfortunately, we might only have a line or two for them, but at least it's something I feel like. Uh, mm. Well, then shut up. Let's yeah, do it. Let's go. Um, go number 10, buddy. I think I started the last one. So I, I did. You guys? No, Maddie did. Oh, fuck you guys. Wow. <laughs> um, okay. 
I was working on this list right into the end here, um, but I'm going to stick with this one. Uh, this is, again, I was saying I'm going to be the hipster this year. Well, I'm probably the hipster every year. This is going to be a pick that is going to piss people off and they're going to hate me. It's a movie starring 50 Cent and Ice Cube's oh, son. Oh, shit. <laughs> Number 10 is Den of Thieves. That's crazy. This is a movie, If you, I, even if you said watch this, I would have been like, no. Yeah. <laughs> um. It didn't. It doesn't sound like the type of flick I watched. I didn't want to waste my time. I, I'm embarrassed to say, but I watched this on my phone because I kind of. There's movies on Netflix that I was just trying to watch that I didn't think would be any good. So I was just like, I'll watch them. I got the time. I'll fill in my tally. Um, and this one, I don't say it, I have issues with it. Didn't blow me, but like right away, the opening feels like heat. The the, the direction, yeah. the action scenes are totally going for that heat vibe. The whole movie is trying to be heat. Yeah, obviously not as good, but the score, I, the the heist scenes, I thought were really cool. Like the big mm-hmm. final heist, I've never seen anything like that, and I thought that was kind of a really yeah. interesting idea. Um, Gerald Butler is way over the top, <laughs> trying to be like Mel Gibson, Lethal Weapon, and like just being a dirty greaser but he cop. He is not charming at all in this movie. Oh no, that, he that's sucks. A, there's, there's not really yeah. any likeable characters. It's not like yeah. Heat where you like both How, uh, the cop in the villain. Do you ever say Gerard Butler? That man is charming my pants. No, off. no. But I find if, if you're going to be a dirty cop, you got to have a bit like charm behind you. This guy was just like a sleaze ball, like. Yeah, 100%. Like, you didn't root for him. No, whatsoever. I mean that, that, that's one of my small yeah. problems with the film. My other problem is Fifty Cent. I've never seen a yeah. movie starring Fifty Cent. How did this guy get a movie starring Al Pacino and De Niro? Now, like, why is he still making films? Yeah, I watch this and it's like I guess I heard I was talking to someone else and they said, oh, he has a big fan base, so he brings like an audience. Like, he has like ten lines in his movie, and every line is so bad. Like, yeah. I had to pretty much take off a star from his couple moments he has because he's so. Fu- <laughs> I can't believe he's the worst actor I've seen. Mm-hmm. Worst actor I've seen in, in cinema. Um, Ice Cube son, I didn't. He, he's not great. I didn't have he as many problems with him. Pretty rough. He's an integral part of this movie. Yeah, right? I, I don't know. I thought he. Was, I liked him in. I thought he was uh, better Ingrid, than Ingrid Goes West last year quite a bit. I didn't see that. I thought he. I don't know. I didn't have that many problems with him. I thought he was okay. Everyone else I thought was pretty good though. But yeah, this is like we were talking about uh, Pablo Shriver. I love this dude. Yeah, like, he's good. He I had never seen him killing anything, it. and he was good in this. Because he's in American Gods right now, and he is so good in that show. Yeah, he's great it is. That. It's kind of like a dirtier, greasier heat. You know, and, and yeah. It's like a heat with a C grade, I think, is how I described it. Yeah. They're not even quite B grade. They're maybe more C grade. But, like, again, the direction, like, the, it's mm-hmm. a very stylish film, and, like, all the action scenes, like... I'll, I'll spoil it. Widows is another one I watched this year, and that's high up on a lot of people's lists. And, like, mm-hmm. this is... I kind of wanted... Widows was, like, this great buildup, but you never got, like, that... That cool heist. action heist scene, and this film has del- delivered that for me. Take on like, that banker truck, that was actually like a great scene. Oh, I the, a lot of it. All the actions are phenomenal. And again, like I think for the most part, it, it keeps you kind of along for the ride. It's never really boring. You're kind of wondering where they're going with it. And again, yeah, you don't really have a, a necessarily someone to root for. But at the same time, I, I don't know. Like I was totally into it. It was probably the biggest surprise of the year mm-hmm. for me. If you again, if you said a fifty cent film would make my <laughs> list, and it was between this and and I'll talk about it at the end. There was one other one. It was they were flip flopping for the tenth spot. But overall, I just gave it to this one because again, I no expectations. And like this is a film again. A lot of films I enjoyed, but like I've no. I don't. I'm not excited to watch again. This one, like I want to pick up in Blu-ray and I'll watch it again. I know in in a year or so. Like I I dug it that much. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if you're throwing, if you're saying a Gerald Butler and Fifty Cent and Ice Cube Sun film, and you're not going to watch it, give it, give it a chance. Do we know his name, or he's just Ice Cube Sun from now on? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't, I don't know his name. I, I didn't care enough to look up the Fair cast enough. name, but um, Little Cube. It was a nice surprise. It, it's not going to be for everyone, but uh, I, I don't. As he is one of my favorite films of all time, so. 
to me yeah, to get even a yeah. C grade heat is, is still was still fun. Mm-hmm. I'll uh, have, to, uh, have call, to check it out. The original title was just lukewarm. Was actually yeah. the <laughs> lukewarm. That would have been great. Uh, Adam, I guess you're up. Okay, so my number ten. Uh, you were never really here. Oh, uh, awesome. Lynn, I wanted to watch Lynn Ramsey's. Um, this is uh, Joaquin Phoenix plays an uh, ex army veteran who now is hired um, to find missing girls and basically the people that uh, have them. He uh, is not kind to oh. them. Did you see this? I did. I love this movie. Yeah, so I love in this movie that they play against expectations mm-hmm. all the time. The you know, there's there's amazing camera work that instead of showing things, they leave it up to your imagination yeah. and it works wonderfully. Mm-hmm. He's incredible in this movie. I thought he was probably one of the best parts of this movie. Like he's, he, he is so good in he's this. He's like an actor like for yeah. some reason I just don't I'm not saying I want to hate, but like he's always good, man. Like yeah. even this year, he had a great year. He had Sisters Brothers, which I didn't get a chance to see, but I heard mm-hmm. great things. And what's that one? You you won't get far on foot or something, which mm-hmm. I heard pretty good things about too. So I don't know. He he had a pretty solid year. He uh, he's another. Yeah, I agree. Like he's a guy that you kind of go. This guy's probably like a slime ball. Yeah, but, yeah. In uh, real life. I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah. yeah. But you go through yeah, you go through his filmography and it's like, yeah, he was good in that. He was good. Even the movies that aren't that great, he's good in. You know? He's like, he's great. Um yeah, it it's got some of the you know it's weird, like most brutal but at the same time beautiful uh scenes was, of, of uh, the year. Even like the uh it was a bit too I don't want to say artsy for me, but there is like a lot of like um long There's a lot of long shots and, and, and I find the plot is uh lost in the art. A little bit in this one. It probably would have been a little bit higher if um, it's it's tough. Like I don't necessarily think that it has to be plot heavy, mm-hmm. but occasionally it does seem to be a little bit loose, mm-hmm. especially for a short film. Yeah, it also has some of my favorite scenes: the diner scene, the underwater yeah. scene, the the surveillance camera scene. Mm-hmm. The surveillance camera scene is yeah, that ridiculous. was ridiculous. Really is it? Is it? I've heard it's very gritty and hard to watch. Like, is that true? Is it one of those films, or can, is it entertaining, or is it more like oh, I want to take a bath after watching that? I wouldn't say it's that bad, but it's no. not like uh, like oh popcorn because it's about like kids getting abducted. Like I didn't yeah. know it was going to be rape and murder. Of kids there isn't and, any okay. uh, any of that, but like you know what's happening. These kids, yeah. it's pretty mm-hmm. obvious, and yeah, that that can be uh, hard. And again, you don't kind of get a catharsis from it when he's fucking these guys yeah. up. Anyways, uh, it is one of the. It's still like super, super memorable for me, mm. and a, a great lead performance in, in great direction. Yeah, yeah. I had like two or three movies that I really wanted to watch. That I thought might have made my list, and that was one of them. And I just didn't get to it. Yeah, I, I, it's too I, busy I watching think I, Gotti. I think I got like. <laughs> I was looking at the list yesterday, and I was like, "There's 25 movies." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had tons that I really wanted to watch, but I think there was like three that I'm like, I think for my movie choices right. would have yeah. possibly made it. Um, you know, uh, Maddie. Number um, 10. Number 10 uh, Black Klansman. Okay, nice. Did you guys see this? I did see this. Yeah, I enjoyed this it. It's actually kind of amazing. Like, it takes such a serious thing, but kind of makes, I wouldn't say light of it, but it was never actually, like, heavy-handed till right at the end. It's like, oh, yeah. this is hard, man. See, my, my problem with it, I, I really enjoyed it, but I was hoping it would have been more entertaining. I thought there it was... I don't know. I thought it, at times it did drag. I don't know. Did you? Yeah. But my issue really with it, it. Um, was tone, actually. The, oh, yeah? This, like, not to give much away, but yeah. at the end, when there good things happen, I thought it was a dream sequence. Yeah. 
I was like, he's actually making the Mac this way. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a little bit too wish fulfillment sort of thing. Yeah. Now the very end hit me like a fucking a gut ton punch. of bricks, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's such a weird. Uh, turn on that. Oh, it, it's, it's a perfect film to be made yeah. in this day and age. Like, yeah. You, yeah. Can, you can release it at a better time. I think if you yeah. released this five years ago, I don't think it would have got the recognition that it's getting. Like, it's getting Oscar nominations and I, stuff. I think the weakest part is Spike's direction. That, that could be it because like all the actors are great are in killing it. it. Like, yeah. I think Adam Driver might be one of my favorite actors right yeah, now. Yeah, Adam Driver's I, another I guy. I didn't, I, he he didn't put me away in this film. Like, I, I didn't think he was awesome in this think film. I didn't think he had much range I don't know there was one scene where he's sitting with the uh, guy getting like interviewed in like a lie detector and he's like Who? oh yeah that's yeah, great that scene amazing who's the, the the lead in that oh I can't but who, the, I, I thought he was great yeah. and I feel like I've mm-hmm. seen him in other things but I, I thought he was good this was a, a great year for African American actors I was thinking that which I guess actually. I mean uh, they've been trying to do that but I think this year didn't uh, sometimes I feel like you know like well even Black Panther as much as I enjoy I almost yeah. feel like it's a forced pick for the Oscars but yeah. I feel like this year it's like well, even and same thing with women that were kind of getting ignored. I think even this year, women, it, they had great roles. It wasn't like, how can we force yeah. uh, a woman or an African American in for this film? It's like, no, let's make film. Like, yeah, I, I know. I just thought that I, I just noticed like a lot of actors I hadn't seen before. And I'm like, wow, this guy's phenomenal. I'm going to mm-hmm. follow what he's going to yeah. continue. Like, I, I thought it was a great year for non-white whiteies. <laughs> so it's 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 John David Washington is the lead who used to be. Uh, he from? He was a American football running back for the St. Oh, Louis weird. Rams. Maybe that's where you know him from. Uh, but nope. <laughs> Old Man in the Gun, which came out this year, oh, I want to watch that. See, uh, I want to see that real bad. Uh, he was in Malcolm X. And he's only been in five movies. Loves beats and and uh, rhymes, monsters and men. And then there's a movie Monster, which looks like no one has seen yet. Oh. Okay, well, yeah. Hopefully, he uh, continues. He was great. Good yeah. movies, because yeah, he was uh, I, again. And Topher Grace is so good. So at this, good, right? At this. Like he plays that like sleazy guy so well. <laughs> um, yeah this this was one that I it was close to me. Like I enjoyed it. I just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was one of those things. But, it was but, missing something for me that didn't quite get didn't, there. Right? There was a there was a couple jarring moments, like bad jarring, where I was like, "That is, that's bad filmmaking." Yeah, or or making it too easy, like connecting the dots, like that scene at the end where they get the dirty yeah. fucking cop. I guarantee that never happened. Yeah, and it's a it's an easy way out. I wanted him to go a little bit deeper, like he does in that final scene where he yeah. takes it to present day. And he never goes there for me. Yeah, for, for me, I never felt... I thought it was going to be more... Um, I mean, I don't know. I thought this. I guess I was thinking of Fletch Lives or something. <laughs> but I, I thought it would have been actually him going to the meetings wearing the robe, the black guy. Oh, like, that would be Actually, it's Bad Boys 2, too. <laughs> but I thought there would have been more tense moments like that. I, I, I mean, there's definitely a couple moments, but I never really got like, yeah. holy shit, this guy's going to get shot. And he said, well, maybe the, maybe the interrogation yeah. scene. But like, I, I wanted more moments like that. Like A lot of it was over the phone and stuff. I wanted like some really tense moments. Which I guess you, like, he did uh, in, in real life. He he actually oh, did, did the phone thing. Meetings? No, he never went to yeah. the meetings. Oh, okay. Like that would have been okay. just like yeah, ridiculous. Like, trouble. Like, yeah, because you'd see. I guess, Even doing that. the phone is yeah. ridiculous. Just yeah. give it to the other guy. Yeah, yeah, it does make no sense why he did it. <laughs> mm. I guess no one else one wanted to. I don't it know. seems like bad police work. Yeah. yeah. Well, huh, yeah, I'm sure there was a lot of... Anyways, yeah, no, that's still a good movie. I enjoyed it. Uh... My number nine is uh, Upgrade. Oh, oh. I, I watched this yesterday. This one I didn't, didn't get around to watching. This is another asterisk one for me. So this is directed by Lee uh, Winnell, who I think is most popular for doing the Saw films. I think Insidious? Oh, right. And then, yeah, he, his first directorial, I believe, was Insidious... 
three, which was terrible. And mm. after watching that, I'm like, this guy should not direct again. And then he came out and did this movie, and it's like, oh wow, he actually has some talent. Um, stars Logan Marshall Green, who uh, is kind of I always get mixed up. He's like a second rate Tom Hardy. <laughs> it's like if you can't get Tom Hardy, you get. But I like him. I mean, he was in my favorite horror film of whatever year that was, The Invitation. I, I don't know. He's a he's an actor I usually enjoy when I see him. But, uh, yeah, this was a movie that kind of, I mean, I was hearing good things, but I didn't know really what I was going into. It looked kind of silly from the trailers that he gets some computer chip and becomes a badass fighting machine. But there's a lot more to it. There's some really interesting um, sci-fi stuff in there. The action scenes are well done. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just a fun movie, and it kind of leaves you even at the end with some stuff to think about, which, again, you don't expect from watching the trailers. I don't want to see too much, but it is pretty much that. He gets in an accident. His wife dies and he is murdered. He his wife is murdered. And he wants to find out who murdered them. And this guy comes, this rich kind of, I don't know who he's supposed to be, Bill Gates or something. I don't know. Anyways, he offers. He's a tech guy. Yeah, yeah, he's got this chip and he's like, I'll let you do the test stage, put it in you and allow you to pretty much do anything. You can walk. It can control cars and everything. And then you find out that the chip actually has a mind of its own as well. So it starts like talking to him and it's helping him find these guys. And, I, and it's just this whole, and it gets all like. I was. Almost like halfway through this movie, I had a, I took a, a little break to get a refill, and a uh, reefer? Or re- <laughs> <laughs> and and I was like, this is gonna make my list. I, I don't know how this isn't. And it was that way until about the last twenty minutes, where I felt like it just started holding our hands way too much. Yeah, but I, I, again, it's funny because I've read comments people are like I'm so confused by this. <laughs> people are fucking idiots. So That's I the think, problem. I know again, it's same. T- complaints people had about Interstellar people I usually have a sci-fi that yes like these days we have to especially for mainstream flicks that aren't made for a hundred bucks they kind of have to hold the audience's hand and the reason unfortunately is I mean a lot of people are confused easily <laughs> um, I don't know like, I get that but I, I thought some of the twists and turns like I, I figured I assumed one of the twists but then the other one it I got a little black and- mirror to me at the end in like the worst possible way again I really like this movie mm-hmm. I just felt like holy fuck this is like so fucking good, and oh, you're just gonna give everything that it, it, no, I, I can we see want. that. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I've never watched it, so I have watched the first Black Mirror, but that's it. <laughs> I watched the Pig Fucker episode. Yeah, that's. Yeah. <laughs> um, I loved every minute of it, but um, I, I, I love Black Mirror too. But the worst elements of Black Mirror are sometimes where it's like the worst elements of the Twilight Zone yeah. or, or whatever, where it feels like a short story that gets yeah. wrapped up, like a guy went to screenwriters school. Yeah, and, fair enough. It was but, all a dream. But some of the action sequences, again, like this was made for five million bucks. Yeah. Holy shit. This is, I think this is a Blumhouse production, right? Yeah, I, but it's like a side venture yeah. or something. They Like Blumhouse knows how to fucking make movies. Yeah. Like they realize these kind of type of movies, you do not need $80 million. Like you, the only time I, I knew was when profit. he's like in a, a city that's probably got like 25 million people at this part in the future and you see 25 people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I didn't know. I mean, I know some of the CGI was up. I even like the, the, like they have these little kind of Hawk spaceship things that fly around and kind of surveil I thought the, the world, like, you you instantly felt like, like I, you're in a future that's not too far, maybe 30 mm, years from now or something. I can see it doing something like that, because that's cheaper than setting up a camera everywhere. You have these mm. things fly around, and, you know, they catch. 100%. And, and, and it was kind of real, too, where they weren't able to, like, fully... 
get it's like yes they're there and they can probably catch a lot of crimes but sometimes you know they can't get the faces uh you know enough and i think they even might have explained that but surveillance um, hawks will uh, take care of the uh, crime problem yeah they just tweet out like what's going on <laughs> well i think yeah i think they would send the the, the location right when they hear an explosion they, they can react to squawk, it squawk squawk going um, squawk again you'll see it it's not as corny as i'm describing it but uh adam you're number nine my number nine is um, Oakland's had a good year this year. Mine is uh, Blind Spotting. Oh shit! Um, I've never even heard of this. That movie's awesome. Awesome. Carlos Lopez Estrada is the director. Um, it stars um, the one guy who's I guess most known for being in Hamilton. I most know him for being the rapper in Clipping. I was say was he in Kimmy Schmidt? Um, is he in Kimmy Schmidt? Was that the boyfriend from when she goes to college who was driving the bus? <laughs> Maybe yeah. I can't remember. Um, anyways, it's just about these two guys who have grown grown up in in Oakland, Oakland. and they're the one guy has just got a, gets out of prison, and he's got a year probation, and it's the last three days before his probation is. I up. loved that like setup, like so three days. Yeah, you know something's gonna go down. Like you, you know he's gonna have some problems. Yeah. Uh, his his friend is kind of a hothead who is getting more and more aggressive almost in face of gentrification mm. that's happening and also just like you know he's a white guy he's trying to fit in with yeah. the, the kind of black culture of Oakland uh, I loved it yeah this one I I gone back and forth with about having it higher having mm. it lower um, I feel like maybe it didn't Stick with me, but I I think it's going to be a hell lot of fun to revisit. Second viewing, you're going to love yeah. it. Yeah. I, like the, the rapport between the two dudes it's so good. is so good. And that ending, when he... Yeah, I don't give anything away, but... The ending you're either going to love or hate. Yeah. I absolutely loved the ending. So dug that ending. Uh, I mean, who's that? Ethan Embry. Ethan Embry. Was the, Jack uh, Ethan Embry. Yeah. He's had a nice little career yeah. resurgence, too. Yeah. The thing is, like, uh, he makes an appearance in the beginning, and you don't see him again till like, the end. You know he's minutes. coming back, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is one that I, I do feel... <sighs> this is the, the problem with my list this year, is I'm not... The top four, I'm pretty solid. There's maybe one movie that yeah. I saw recently that maybe will inch up there. and the, But everything else is very interchangeable, mm-hmm. where I feel like, oh, if this was a couple days from now, I may move it up or yeah. it may come back. Um, anyways. I feel that way for my entire list. Like I could probably like uh, jut it all around, depends on how yeah. I feel. It, it's too close. That's mm-hmm. the only thing I'll say about this yeah. is like it's in six months, I, I bet I'll have like a better understanding. Yeah. So this is all your fault, Kyle. Sorry. <laughs> we should have waited till like July before we did our best of twenty. Yeah, well, every best of the year. This and we do it later. Like every, I yeah. can imagine everyone else gets theirs out like end December. of December, and it's like I can imagine. So that. many of those people are professionals. Yeah, yeah. and they, they probably pay to go to see every movie in the yeah. theater. Like whereas I see most of my stuff on. And they get yeah. to see Blu-ray them at the, or at the, fi- at the festivals, festivals, and then see them when they get in uh, theatrical Screeners releases, and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, Maddie, your number number ten. We talked uh, about number, number nine. nine. Number nine. Hold the dark. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I love this movie. It springs on you out of absolutely nowhere. Like you're thinking, like, okay, well, this is kind of weird. Maybe wolves are eating these children, and then you're watching this army guy, and just violence erupts. Yeah, you don't even expect it. You're in the middle of the uh, snow-driven tundra, and a fucking bullet pierces somebody. It's fucking awesome, man. And, yeah, we, we, oh, sorry, go sorry. No, I think Jeffrey too. Wright is absolutely stellar in this movie. Like, yeah, he's great. He's I kind of want to see him in everything. Right he's now. another guy that, like, 
I don't. I didn't even know his name. Yeah. You guys seem to really know who he is. Like I've, oh, I've definitely seen him in some stuff, and he's yeah. always good. But like this film, yeah, like he's. I, I want to see more of him. Mm-hmm. So if you have any Jeffrey Wright, uh, Sarsgaard's great in it too. Oh yeah, yeah, he's. He's, Actually, he's every also, one of this movie is stellar. Yeah. Absolutely stellar, man. Even like that uh, dude with... Elvis's granddaughter is great in this. Is that Elvis's granddaughter? Yeah. I didn't know that. Crazy. Even like the... Uh, the uh, there was a native dude who kind of... Um, oh, yeah. Gun, and he is terrifying. Terrifying. Well, that shootout is... Is one, one of the top scenes of yeah. the year. Scenes of the year, yeah. I agree. Like, And that just lasts like 20 minutes. It could have lasted only like four minutes, but in my mind, like, it goes on because it's so tense. Yeah, yeah, and you just see the cops like yeah. so unprepared to. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I had this yeah. on my horror list, so it, it's yeah. not going to make it. Yeah, I was going to say we. I, I kind of said my piece. On, I actually, I was say didn't make. I had, did. I was going to put it on this this mm-hmm. list, and it was actually number ten. And when I switched some things around this morning, it dropped a couple of spots. So oh, it no. did not make my top ten. But I, I think it is one of the better looking shot films this year. Like mm-hmm. I think that really put Sony on the on the map it's it's amazing yeah um yes yeah, some i don't know it was another one i think it's my number i think it's my number 20 maybe yeah but still fucking awesome this actually he has done nothing wrong the director no like he's... everything is stellar yeah. all has his stamp but all are different yeah too. i'm really excited to see what he'll get to do next yeah. i know he was part of true detective oh, this... season 3 and then they he had a falling out with the show creator oh no so he only did two episodes but it anyways yeah. cool you got number eight so no, my number eight is my number eight <laughs> number eight uh my number eight uh just going through my list actually i've noticed um which is no surprise but this is uh my list is full of blockbusters where i think adam's gonna probably bring a lot of the <laughs> art, art, artsy yeah. class to this episode uh, was, my number eight yeah. for me is one that i just had a blast seeing with uh, with my son in theaters. Oh God, it's going to be goosebumps too. <laughs> no, that would be if I was doing it overall. I'd probably be higher up. Um, no, my number eight is Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Oh yeah, I want to. I want to yeah. see That's this. My number eight. Oh nice. Awesome. Oh. Um, this is. Uh, yeah, this was a nice surprise because Sony doing another fucking Spider Man film. They. Ha- I don't know what Sony is doing. Mind you, I don't think Marvel is the uh, perfect record that everyone else seems to think. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Either, but um, yeah, I went in with not that really high expectations. The, the trailers made it look like a bit of a mess, but then I was hearing all these people, and I was—I thought it was gonna maybe not bomb, but just do. And and then all the reviews came out, and everyone was fucking loving this film, so I had to go see it. And our son obviously wanted to see Spider Ham. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, no, this was a nice surprise. I don't want to spoil, but right from the beginning, it opens up with this dark thing happening. It's like holy fuck, they went there, like, right? I did not expect that. And again, I thought too. I was kind of worried that this new Miles Morales they're kind of again trying to force like we need to fit African yeah. Americans. Let's replace Spider Man. But I didn't. You don't get any of that. Like he's a completely different Spider Man. He's got a cool personality. He's got a great origin. I thought his his whole origin was really fascinating. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the villains. I was kind of worried too. That all these villains and all the different Spider Mans for different dimensions. I was kind of worried that that was going to be a mess. It could have been pulled so off really clunky, well. Yeah, but it's actually done very smoothly. Nick Cage again is in there <laughs> yeah. as the noir Spider Man. Um, yeah, it was just it was just a fun fun movie and like the way the art the the style of it was amazing. It blend you know how like you got those old comic books in the 70s the way the ink was you'd see the dots. Mm-hmm. That is like put on screen for this and it's kind of subtle. It's not too in your face but like I, I thought that was really cool. The art, the style of it, you've just never seen in, in, in any films, it and I thought it looked, looked great. fantastic, didn't it? And it, well, I mean, one complaint is maybe like it's so much is happening at once. Like it moves at such a fast pace that it's almost like for an ADD crowd, but mm-hmm. I never felt some movies you watch that and 
you really feel it. This movie, I never felt mm-hmm. that. It's like stuff is constantly happening, but it never felt too much, I guess. But um, yeah, I, I I really dug this. Uh, it was a nice surprise. I for me. I just kept hearing things about this. I almost went to the theater to see it because right. it was just everywhere. I know nothing about what this is trying to do, and mm-hmm. I've been intrigued. It, this and Paddington Two. Yeah, yeah. Well, even the first Paddington got this. Uh, I haven't seen the first Rachel. Paddington. Neither have I. So but I was like, both I, got I gotta reviews. watch the first Paddington to see because I could have watched the second Paddington. Yeah, it's on. You, you'd be lost. right now. <laughs> so but, this, yeah. this is its own film that you don't have to see any of the other previous Spider Mans. It's it's right. its own story. Yeah, it's, it's, That's what I heard. it's a Spider Man, the Spider Man origin. You don't need to. And uh, it's not even about that. This is yeah. about this new character, this mm-hmm. new kid Spider Man. And then I watched Infinity War, and I couldn't trust anybody anymore, so I didn't go see it. Um, but yeah, no, th- this is usually higher up on a lot of people's <laughs> lists, and this is probably most people's favorite comic book film. Yeah, but, um, uh, a lot of people were freaking out about this. Yeah. I've seen it on like kind of art critics' lists, yeah. like top three. Oh, yeah. wow. I, I don't know. I, I don't think it's that good. I think it was just a really entertaining, mm. fun action flick. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad to see a Spider-Man film getting so much. Yeah. You know, it's nice to see a Spider-Man film without uh, Robert Downey Jr. taking up half the film. So. <laughs> yeah. Learn that, Marvel. Learn yeah. from that, motherfuckers. <laughs> well, speaking of highly entertaining action films, uh, I won't talk about this much because we're going to talk about this later, I guarantee it. Uh, my number eight is Mission Impossible Fallout. Oh, nice. Shit. It's low, but I'm, I'm glad to see you even put it on there. I was kind of I was gonna worried you'd do the goosebumps and give it like a two out of... <laughs> no, I, I, it's phenomenal um i have problems with it or it would have probably been if it was from action scenes alone this is a top like it's in my top five for sure but we'll talk about yeah yeah. it may be on my list later on (laughs) oh i I, surprise surprise yeah a tom cruise movie it must have killed you the mummy the mummy didn't make i was about to say must have killed you enough and even i don't even know if american made did and if it did it wasn't high no it was low wasn't it it was like nine or so yeah i don't always uh give him the benefit of the doubt i i I usually won't find enjoyment in anything does i mean i think that's why i like him so much because he's great at picking flicks but uh yeah, no, I don't. I'm not going to get. He's not automatically getting the top spot or anything just because it's Tom Cruise. He has to earn it, like anyone else. <laughs> so no one, no one doesn't have to earn it. He so automatically any, gets yeah. the top. So, spot. anyways, I'll I'll, uh, I'll yeah, hold we'll, off. We'll, we'll, we'll hold talk off. about it in a bit. Um, and so your number eight was Spider Man. Okay, my number seven. I've been going back and forth with these. I'm like rearranging this list as we're talking these three or four spots. But my number seven, I'm going to go with. Uh, I know one that Adam hated. I'm not sure how Maddie felt on it. Ready Player One. Oh, dude. Um, I don't know if I hated it. Um, um, disappointed. I'm, I'm, I'm against a lot of CGI. I get that. This film, I, I kind of let slide because it's a video game. So like, they had to do it. See, I wish they they did a, a style that was more interesting. I think they mm-hmm. could have made it look better, even though it's meant to be a video game. But like. I just, I don't know. This is the film I had to smile on my face. Like, every second there's some, like, reference to Freddy Krueger Child's play. There's, like, a, I don't know if I'm spoiling, but there's a horror sequence related to The Shining that, like, came out Fantastic of Fantastic se- sequence. Yeah. I think this had, well, I don't know, other than maybe Mission Possible, but my favorite kind of action set piece and that was that race scene with yeah. King Kong? With King Kong and all the car, the Back to the Future car and there's all this crazy, like, I, I, don't, I don't care what anyone says, the way Steven Spielberg can stage and action scene, no one can compete. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why I love Tintin so much. You watch that film and, like, no one, everyone tries to do these big elaborate action scenes and they're always a mess and you never know what's going on. Steven Spielberg, you always, it, everything's perfectly framed that you're never lost. You know what's going on and that scene was just like, holy shit. Mm. Um, I read the book actually leading up to this um, 
because I was kind of excited and someone said, oh, you should really read the book. You'll like it. And they both, I mean, they both are kind of like how many references I'd say the book even more can we fit in. Like the book, it's like literally, oh, my favorite is this. And he just names off like, it's like the writer just like, these are like all my favorite things and you're going to like them. This um, is the whole reason I don't like the movie. Okay. See, I didn't feel... I, I felt it was like, hey, Nostalgia Fest, let's not actually have a plot. Actually why I kind of dug this movie. Yeah. I, and I, I get why people might like that, but for me, it's like, I just want to watch any of these other things then. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't think it's CGI, I thought, cause I thought the CGI was great in yeah. this. If you have Spielberg, like, he could have really forced E.T. and Jaws on you, mm-hmm. and you never even got that. Like, I think he chose the things that he wanted that would fit kind of the story, I think. I think they're just random. 80s... Uh, yeah, they are like, oh, here's some Ninja Turtles. Remember Robocop? Awesome. Well, I love that stuff, but the stuff is the minor stuff. But I'm talking about yeah. like the big, like the Iron G- uh, Giant, yeah. and stuff like that. I don't know. I thought all that kind of made sense. Star Wars or Godzilla or even the Back to the Future car. Like, I don't know. Like, yes, in every frame there's something in the background, and I didn't. That stuff was just kind of like made me smile. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I thought all the the stuff that was really part of the plot, he he, I, I thought I, he, he chose. Well. I felt I that the uh, the concept that this guy would have created the world and then be, becomes almost like a god Mm -hmm. makes lots of sense and I feel like there's a lot of Spielberg looking back at his career there I just felt it was a wasted opportunity Mm. to dive deeper into any of that and like the actual lead character is a nothing for the whole time it's just like it's like let's take the most basic kind of like oh he's on his own he's got no family he's uh, so hard done by it, it's a frustrating movie for me because there's a lot of elements that I was like, oh, fuck, this, it, if this is done a little bit differently, this might be like my favorite thing. Because, I again, like the way it looks is incredible, especially in the whatever the place is called. Yeah. Um, what is the place called again? I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I watched it like a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, I saw this I, in I was like hoping to the revisit spring it, but, when it came out. Um, um, yeah, it was one of those things where I, I was just incredibly frustrated overall because it's not like there's a couple others that we may talk about later that I actually just think are bad movies where I don't think this is a bad movie I just think it doesn't live up to its potential it doesn't try enough at at the actual like emotional side of it and again I feel like it's really dumbed down so anybody I can agree with that remember Battletoads awesome (laughs) I think like again this is Spielberg Making a film, going back, making the spot press with all this stuff I love. This should have been my number one. So it is definitely, I mean, it's number seven for me. That's still kind of low. I, I agree. I mean, it should have been so much better. There's elements that they took out of the book. Like the book, I would say, did some things like, like this is kind of a bigger version of the book and I understand why they had to do it. The, the book is kind of like a bit nerdier. It's like one of the challenges is like this D&D style like quest. Um, and one, and then another one is like you've got to beat someone in a video in an arcade playing jails. Like there were some, and I understand why you can't do that because someone, you know, one of the things watching people play jails might not be <laughs> like the the end is entertaining. But the end at big action sequence was just a bore to me. Um, I, was sad. I had fun with it. Let's so, say Godzilla and everything. Like when I didn't know they were going to do Godzilla, and I was I like I loved that first act, the the first main action scene where they're racing. Cars. Yeah, I don't think any of them lived up to that. Yeah. I don't think any of the scenes, but. And I feel like everything after that was like, well, there's got to be more challenges, but who cares about the challenges, really? It's about mm-hmm. winning now. But, and, and again, from the book, the one thing I wish they had in the movie, and I don't know why they didn't, because I don't think it would have made it too much. Like, I know they wanted to make attract families, but in the book, one of the characters does die, and I think that's important because it shows you, like, 
this is like you kind of get the impression watching the movie like if they die in the video game who cares because they can come back yeah and the in the yeah the I book agree. you actually have that and someone dies dying it's like shit no this is for real like these guys are actually gonna kill these kids to well get what spoiler they when they kill his family and then the next scene is just like him and the girl flirting it's like yeah horrible yeah. Just okay, horrible again talk. they set up in the in the you get more stuff in the book when the book he, yeah, like his family he didn't I don't even think that's his family again I think his parents are dead and he's living with his aunt and uncle yeah, and, and uncle yeah. yeah they like I don't think he gives a fuck about them I think they're terrible people to him or he seems to really still care for the aunt in some way and he's trying like he's mm. like he hates the the boyfriend yeah there, there's just like these things that gnaw at me about this movie where it's like oh fuck no, you I can just understand fix some of this I know a lot of people didn't like it, um, and I, I understand that. But for I don't know. For me, again, for from like this, like I can look past that because I'm just having fun seeing Shining references and Back to the Future and the, King Kong. Yeah, and again, like the Shining, and, the Shining scene and the, the which, big action scene are. I really and it's like. weird because the Shining scene almost makes no sense because that kind of like yeah. puts what you can't show to your kids. So like, why wouldn't you have? Some of this other stuff that would have that was in the book that would have helped, I think, the movie add mm-hmm. a little bit more tension. It's, it is kind of weird. I think that sequence is one of my favorite sequences, but like, it kind of like everything else up to that point is like this kid friendly movie, really. Yeah. And then there's that sequence. It's like, oh, I guess I can't show my son this. Yeah, totally. Because I was totally like, yeah, I'll, he'll get to watch this and he'll have fun with it. And it's like, no, I guess he can't. I, I, and I guess that goes back to tone for me, where I mm-hmm. feel like the tone is all over the place in this film. Yeah, I need to revisit it, and even when I finished it, I was kind of like, I enjoyed it, but it was, again, missing something that just made me really love it, but I, I still enjoyed it. A- again, it. like I'm glad you, you have this on your your list, because mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about this one because I was so conflicted about it. more. When I read the reviews after, I was like, oh, people are... I thought everyone was going to like this, and it was just mm-hmm. a well, no, slaughter... It, no, most... No, it got really Oh, did it get reviews. slaughtered? No, it got... Well, it... It did really good review wise. Oh well, everybody I, I, that I read oh, yeah? just um, fucking destroyed it. It had like an eighty something average. But know. is it maybe an eighty of like lukewarms? Maybe. Um, yeah, I feel like there was like a lot of the reviews were were kind of like meh. Um, fun. Let me look this up. Uh, do you want to jump into your number seven while I look this up? Okay, so mine seven. This is going to be on the opposite side, uh, where where I, I feel like you're not going to agree with me. Uh, Roma. Roma. Uh, so I watch. This is one that I feel could either move up or move back because I just watched it about forty eight hours ago. Oh, did you? I just got back from Mexico, so maybe that also it's touching you a little bit. Played uh, a, a role in it. Touching in the silly spot. Yeah, right. Silly spot. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, I, I I found myself enthralled from that first shot where it's like this incredible juxtaposition of her like washing away shit and there's like a, a almost like a an escape to the heavens with the plane. Have you seen this? I haven't. It's one of these movies I've watched it like the uh, trailer. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna watch this one day when I'm in the mood. Yeah. And I just haven't got in the. Mood. I can't believe you watched this on a phone or something. Yeah. That's the only thing that's um, killing me. Yeah, that, I, I, it was I, killing me that I didn't see this in theater. I think as a technical achievement, it's amazing. It's amazingly shot. Although, like, fucking enough with the pans already. Yeah. It got to the point where it was distracting. Like, I was actually counting to see how many pans he was going to do for every second. See, shot. I did that at the beginning, and then I forgot about them. I, um, I think because of the rhythm of the pans is is excellent. But yeah, like. My biggest problem with it is I don't give a fuck about the character because we don't learn enough about her. Like, it, it's great we see her do her made stuff. And we never learn anything about her, like her, her relationship with that guy. What do we know about the mother? Then she she watches him do fucking kung fu with his dick swinging around for five minutes. <laughs> Literally, Maddie. 
Um, like you, we never really learn anything. Near the end, we kind of learn a bit about her personality, but we we don't like really like she says 10 lines in the whole movie and she's just there and does work and she had you know you know the family really likes her and she does everything for them but like i don't know it just seems weird to spend two and a half hours with a character that we just don't know or care about see i i feel i do agree i feel like that's the like it just felt very cold for me very the, empty the most but i don't get that because i can tell like this is from personal experience of, of um uh, alfonso Curran? The guy from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Yeah. <laughs> Alfonso Curran, uh, who, who directed Gravity and oh, Children of okay. Men. And... I think Children of Men is yeah. my favorite from him. Uh, yeah, it's that or or the last time he he made a, uh, a Mexican uh, movie, uh, Why You Too Mama, Tambien. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I've heard um, yeah, I, 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 like, I, I even, his Harry Potter is the best Harry Potter. It's Which one was Prisoners, his? Prisoner of oh, Backspin. Oh, yeah, awesome. Um, oh, crazy. Yeah. Your kids don't want to watch those? They don't know about him yet? Yeah. They don't know unless I push him. He's one of these, like, book burners. He was, like, in the, I think, like, Burning Harry Potter. No, I I saw that, like, when I was working at The Gap back in my day, whatever I was in the early 20s, like, everyone loved it. Mm -hmm. And the third one was coming out, and they're like, oh, you should come with me. I'm like, I've never seen them. So I borrowed the first two off of them. Yeah, The first two, I watched them. And, like, as they got, each movie, it seemed they got more and more and more adult. So I... And, like, I enjoyed the third one enough, but I just never... It's one of those things, like, I wanted to get the complete set, mm-hmm. but then the only way to get it was in this $300 set. Like, I, it's a... Now f- they're cheaper. Yeah, I think I picked but up But again, to like get 90. all the extra features, I think. Like, I, no, I picked up mine, like, the... I think it was, like, a 14 disc set for, like, a... No, 22 disc set for, like, 90 bucks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think they did finally re-release yeah. a slimmer version that had all the extra, like, special discs, because, like, I think that one, you got one bonus disc you can only yeah. get, and that's expense. But again, I just... Haven't felt the need to drop a hundred bucks on it. Any, anyways, phenomenal yeah, director. <laughs> uh, he, he does occasionally get uh, lost in spectacle, but you can tell this is like um, a pretty emotional story. Like this is based uh, upon the woman that lived with his family, and he went through divorce. Um, it's, a, it's a very similar story, and you can like. There's a scene where she, the so the the maid gets gets pregnant. Spoiler alert! Mm-hmm. And there's a scene where she tells her boyfriend in a movie theater. It's just a fucking. It's the first gut punch. See, I, I, again, I didn't get that because I didn't. I don't know why we're supposed to care about this couple. Like, I don't know. Have they been dating two dates? Was that their second? Date? I don't think it's not we about caring about the couple. For me, it's just a. You you know the situation she's yeah, in. Yeah, I know, but. Uh, um, yeah, I, I loved it. Uh, I I I will uh, say again. I won't. I don't want to spoil. But this there is a scene. At the beach, can I say that? Incredible. Was, uh, well, like again, I I think in the, the scene too where the riots are going on out the street where they're trying to buy um, uh, a crib. Uh, there, there's definitely like I think everyone should watch it just for the technical achievement of it. But yeah, story wise, I just I couldn't connect with anyone. I don't know. Yeah, an emotional uh, journey. I thought the kids were were probably actually the the ones that I wish more. Again, like I feel it was fascinating. It, it's fascinating. I think there's a ton of other shit that he's hiding in these. Like, you know, you're talking about the pan shots. Well, the pan shots are showing you all these things in rhythm with uh, uh, other shots that are going on. Like it's it's crazy what he's doing sometimes, there. Sometimes, but I find like sometimes it would just like let's just go through the empty house. And then let's go over here, and we're just going to go. Like, but those are the first shots of the movies, basically. Like, there's and you're showing, you're getting the space, and you're getting her routine. You're seeing how much she's having to do, and nobody, again, like there's still this remove. Everybody says she's part of the family. You you get all this emotion with them, but she's she's still like there's this class divide that is maybe the the most. Um, 
prominent uh, emotional impact that I got from it is that, not the actual character or relationship mm-hmm. to the guy because I, I don't feel like that's there. But man, there's some stuff that just like hit me so hard. The the yeah, I don't want to go into the beach scene, the hospital scene, the yeah. The so riots. This, this isn't like a fun watch. This is like a. Um, I don't think it's that. Depressing. No, it's not that. It's not that depressing, and it's sometimes quite funny too. Like, there's a bunch of like subtly, mm-hmm. like he's not taking it super, super serious. I think it's more of an interesting. Like, if you want to know what a maid was like, her life would be in Mexico. This is what it is. This is it, and so like it's like it was fascinating. I'm glad I watched it. I don't know if I'm well. It's I guess it's not. I would probably watch this over other films that mm-hmm. were praised a lot this year. Just because, again, as a techno achievement, I think everyone should watch it. But yeah, I, for me, it just I didn't connect with it. I'm just killing myself for not. It, it plays the at the West Westdale's reopening in Hamilton, which is this oh. great theater, and it plays like in two weeks there. Sweet. You should go. Yeah, I might go check it out. Uh, because it should be seen on the big screen. That's what I've heard, too. Uh, I feel like all of those shots you're talking about will make more impact that way, yeah. too. Uh, because there is a rhythm. There is a pace to it. He is trying to show you things and get you, you know, almost like that she's an outsider in this home that she lives in, but still is not mm-hmm. part of them. Yeah. Uh, I, I think too that the hype for this one, like this, is everyone's favorite movie of the year. They're saying this is going to win all the Oscars. I also didn't watch I this just, forever because of that. I felt yeah. like the hype was getting out of control, mm-hmm. and then we got back from Mexico from this family wedding, and it was like, well, let's watch yeah. a movie f- about, that's Mexico. Me- about Mexico. About yeah. Mexico. I'm curious. Nacho Libra wasn't on uh, like that. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, Maddie, you're number seven. All right. This is completely opposite of this. Sorry to bother you. Oh, yeah, fuck. This movie's amazing. <laughs> I had no idea what I was getting into. Have you seen this? No, can I just quickly jump in? Because I oh, have yeah, this course. happen before. I just want to get out. Yeah. So we were asking about uh, Ready Player One. Yep. Uh, tomato meter, 72%. So that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, audience score, 77%. Metacritic, 64 which isn't still isn't bad, because usually yeah. like these movies are 80 on Rotten Critics are like yeah. 60s. And, and so it, it's... It, uh, yeah, it's mediocre. Decent, yeah. It's the same as really any other blockbuster. I think all the Marvel yeah. films sit out like in Metacritic in the 60s. That makes sense. So, Except for Infinity War. And Black Panther. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious where they are. Right, we're, we're not yeah, looking into that shit. Into the Spider-Verse. Let's forget about <laughs> fucking these critics because yeah, yeah, our yeah, opinions yeah. are the only ones that should matter to you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm here to talk about a guy who, uh, when he's on the phone, his voice sounds like David Cross. <laughs> that's oh, what man. I want to talk about. I had no idea what I was getting into. Like, I thought, okay, it seems like maybe it's like a, a, a drama about like a guy like not living in like a poor neighborhood, his neighborhood's collapsing around him, but it is not. It is like a weird, almost a comedy, and then it just turns it's insane. A, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a social commentary, but never takes itself too serious, mm-hmm. but also is like going for the jugular all the time in, in, the, in these situations. It is and I think it's, it's one so of the most fun, fucking unique funny. films this year. Yeah. It really is. Like every time I think this movie is going to zig it zags, man. Like I had no idea where this was going from the get go. So we might talk about this later yeah. online. But uh Um I I would say it didn't make mine. But well, you've seen it, right? I, I, I liked it. Yeah. I, I again talking about it, I think it's I was it was all over the place pace wise, I thought. Oh yeah? Like one second I was laughing and it's serious and I'm laughing. Like I don't know. I, I felt I, I it just... always had the same t- like his worldview mm. was consistent, so yeah. I, I don't know. It's like I didn't laugh my head off throughout yeah, all it was of it. I saw it in a theater that probably helped too, because yeah. the theater laughed 
its fucking head off throughout the whole I movie. I do say, and the ending, I don't want to say anything yeah. about that ending, but one of the, like, the holy fuck, what the <laughs> right, fuck right? ending. And I love that. Um, no, I, I so really you were down it. with the twist. I was down with the twist. Yeah. Um, again, I think that whole film is just so fucking weird. They could have thrown anything at me, and I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. You know sense. what? But a, a lot of people that, it seems to go to, uh, one or two ways with a, mm-hmm. a, a few of my friends where they're either like, oh, that's where I was all in, which was me. When that yeah. happened, it was like, Oh, that just jumped a point. And, yeah. and then for other people, it's like, oh, that's when it lost mm. me. And I was with a group of people because it was my wife's company sponsored this for the film festival. Okay. So th- all the employees were there. And it was basically just her and I and one other person that was down with the twist. And, and everybody, else was like- everybody else was like, oh, yeah, like it was kind of cool. And then that thing happened. The, I don't want to give away. Yeah. And I'm like, it, I want more it. of that thing. I want yeah, a sequel of that thing. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. what I was thinking. I can't but, wait um, to see what this guy does next. Yeah. It it is the most unique. Oh yeah, film I don't of the think year. we'll see. Fresh, I, and I can't yeah. wait to revisit because I feel like there's so many like. And he's of another actor jokes. again. I don't know who the lead is, but Lakeith he was Stanfield in Get Out. Like, I want to know what mm. else. Oh, he is from Get Out. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's he in was, Get Out. He's in Atlanta, which is one of my oh, favorite he was, shows. He was in Get Out. He was the one of the the waiters or something, wasn't he? Or? He was. He was a guy that was there. The warrants or something that was part like. Yeah. Uh, he, he was great again. Another like, mm-hmm. I, I want to see more of this guy because he was yeah. great. Like, um, th- th- yeah, yeah, he's fantastic. So I yeah, I, we'll, we'll chat about this later. Yeah. Uh, my number six, uh, if you listen to this show, you may be surprised because I like to give these guys a lot of shit. Marvel's The Black Panther. That is so fucked up. That's my number six, too. <laughs> you guys. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I I have a lot of problem with a lot of Marvel films. I hate mm. that fans think that's the only way to make superhero films because I like having a variety in these comic book films. Um, and this one, too. I know this is a film that's been very divisive. It seemed like like a lot of people were digging it, and then it became like this like there's a backlash. This, yeah, it, mm-hmm. it became like this political thing where like oh people are only liking it because it's a black superhero and blah blah I blah. That's not true. No, I didn't. I, I, no. I didn't care about any of that. I was just like, okay, let's here watch is a guy film. in a panther suit punching people in the neck, and <laughs> finally a mythology that you care about. That you care well, about. I think like right from the beginning it sets the mm-hmm. tone. Like this is different than other Marvel films. Mm-hmm. Like it's in like this gritty kind of not really gritty, I guess, but like. Yeah. You know, we're in this kind of gang culture. Again, Oakland. Yeah, Oakland. Um, blind, blind spotting, sorry to bother <laughs> yeah. you, and Black Panther, Oakland's um, year. Yeah. So, but anyways, all from that beginning, it was kind of something. I'm like, this is something different. Mm. I like that um, Michael B. Jordan, Jordan, who's always great. Oh, yeah, he's like, he is he, such a great Again, villain the problem I always have with Marvel films is their villains fucking suck. Mm-hmm. They're so like. Typical black and white boring. I find I almost like almost, Michael I almost B. Jordan like, was so good in this. Oh, he but was the so good. Other guy, Andy uh, Sardakis, was so Andy, bad. No, in this. Andy Sardakis. Andy Sardakis. Andy Circus. Andy is that his name? The the, the other villain. Oh, Claw. Ulysses Claw. Yeah. Okay, he was yeah, so he, bad who, in this. Who right? I thought he was like he was he's over a little the top. over top. Yeah, yeah. He was almost doing a different film, but I think it's kind of like yeah, you've done he, so much cool. He CGI. is a modern like that's he was should be a villain in another Marvel movie. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I, my other problem with it is I think Chadwick Bo- Ch- Boseman, Chadwick, yeah. Bo- Chadwick Boseman. Bo- Boseman, he's he's a good actor, but I find in in this role Black Panther, I find he's always kind of um, dull. Yes, like I think Michael B. Jordan is the much interesting yeah. character. His sister's better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I think what, the reason I like this film so much, like again, I thought the the two female supporting cast, his sister and the uh, the, the bodyguard, yep. mm-hmm. like I thought they were both fantastic. And again, like this is another one. It's like people say, oh, they're just forcing a movie with black actors, women, whatever. Because in this thing, like they all, like yeah. they were awesome. Yeah. Um, 
I, I don't know. I, I didn't get any of that with this film. I don't. I, I'm sure there is political stuff behind it. I mean, the reason they got the, the Oscar, I think maybe, but I, I enjoyed it. it. Had aspects of James mm-hmm. Bond in there at times. I thought the whole the whole story was kind of interesting. I liked. Uh, some of the CGI was a bit iffy. Yeah, I found once they left the uh, uh, Wakanda, the movie kind of fell apart for me a bit. So but I like they kind come of the back. Bond aspect, but I love James Bond. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't, I didn't mind that. I, I, for me, it was kind of like the the chase the, the, Hong the, Kong. The, the big action finale. Yeah. Finale didn't yeah. really do it for me. It, it, it again, it definitely has issues. Um, the action, some of the CGI. The, the fact that the lead isn't that great, but um, overall, he's, again, like he's fine yeah. too. He's just like you care about him, but he's not that interesting of a yeah. character. No, that, that's yeah. just it. He's stiff, like. But I mean, you know, the finale, and you know, with Michael B. Jordan, how all that ends. I, I like, like that the was kind other of tribe, like how they touching. have all tribes. Oh yeah, and that one like tribe's like, well, fuck you guys. Yeah, We're out like, of here. I, like that I thought a lot. that was fucking cool. Yeah, I, I think it's on. It's a, it's weird. Yeah. It's like a movie that like everyone but the lead is a lot mm-hmm. more memorable than the lead, but. I, I just, I just, it was a surprise for me. Again, I've been on this like fuck Marvel because most mm-hmm. of their films are just comedic films that you watch, you enjoy your popcorn, you forget about right after. This one, I think, kind of left some stuff for you to talk about. And uh, yeah, again, like it, it did that perfect mix where it still has the comedy, but it, mm. it, it never let the comedy overwhelm and ruin. Like you know, they're famous for like setting up these really great serious tension moments and then they ruin it with some joke and you're yeah. like okay none of this matters anymore I thought this film did a, a better job of, mm-hmm. of blending the two I'll, I'll put it out there this is the only comic book film that I enjoyed all year okay, okay. So. so I actually thought this was a great year for comic book films mm-hmm. mind you I didn't see Aquaman which I probably would enjoy because mm-hmm. I've heard from everyone it's so fucking insane that you kind of have to I, I haven't seen Aquaman yeah. and I haven't seen uh, Spider-Verse so okay um, yeah I don't know again it's a surprise for me I uh, for me to put a Marvel film on the list I, I dug it so I don't really have too much to say. Maybe yeah. it is forgettable. But uh, again, some of these films I should say, like I watched I don't think, a long I time think ago. I didn't get the to do the sequel is going to be watching. bad. Like, I think there's any way they could make this movie again. But uh, maybe. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, I, I, I don't know what they would do mm-hmm. either. Um, but it, it was the one time where you're getting all these origin stories and you're getting, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that you. And, and usually it's like, who cares about any of this fucking shit? And, and, I, I, and this one. I, I cared. It like, was interesting as hell, right? Like, the story of Wakanda is amazing. Yeah, I like the world they set up Wakanda. I like the stuff like in Africa with those like poacher hunter guys that were, or maybe they were like stealing the women for sex slavers or something, which is kind of dark for a Marvel film, but I think that's what was going on. Mm-hmm. They probably um, didn't say like, yeah, we're stealing these women for sex slavers. Either, either way, like I thought all that was really cool. I don't know. I just, I thought they set up a really interesting, like you said, mythology and the way the mm-hmm. tribes and, and all their customs and all that kind of stuff was fascinating to me. It was something different that we haven't seen before. I like the Marvel films. I know a a lot of people hated Doctor Strange, and I definitely had issues. some issues with some of the, the comedy elements and that. But again, it's set up this like interesting world that I haven't seen before. So I like when Marvel does. I, that I kind agree. Of stuff. Like the direction in Doctor Strange is is incredible. It's, it's like psychedelic. Everything else about about it is little like little B grade yeah. Iron Man. Yeah. But the the actual visuals are incredible, and you feel like you're in a different movie, which mm-hmm. I appreciate. Yeah, yeah, appreciate. I think they're they're good at taking these these concepts that maybe with like how do you sell some of these films I think they're pretty good it's it's usually the, the, the other films and the team up films I think they fall apart on but mm-hmm. anyways what we'll see uh, Adam what's your number six my number six I watched yesterday and because of that I'm a oh, little I thought that was the name of the film yeah, like, yeah I've heard, heard of yesterday <laughs> is it about the Beatles yeah uh, it is Burning Okay. Uh, so this is uh, Lee Chang Dong's film that I've been dying to see for like six months and have had a horrendous time getting to, Trying to find it. see a good cut of it. Um, it's about this guy in, in Korea who is kind of like 
a little bit aimless. He meets this girl. He used to live in the same village. They have a connection, but the girl goes away to Africa. And when she comes back, she comes back with this guy, Ben, who's played by Stephen Yoon. Oh, from The Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Uh, but He's had a great career, too. Yeah. He's in Sorry to Bother You I, also. I, I don't know yeah. if I'm spoiling. I don't even watch so, but I, I don't know if he's still doing the show anymore. But um, And I won't say anything because I don't know. So oh, if, if, in, he, if, if something happened to him. Yeah. But Mayhem? whether he's still doing the show or not, he's done a lot of great films, I find, mm. lots. Because he was in Sorry, yeah, not, Sorry to Bother yeah. You. He was in something else Mayhem, I feel like right? I watched, Okja. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah. Uh, he was really good in that. I think that made my top ten. So I don't know. He's just doing all these really interesting films, mm-hmm. and he, he's good in them. I don't know. I, I like him. Uh, so it, it it almost sets it up like it's going to be almost like a. It almost seems like it's going to be a little day in the life. Like you just follow mm-hmm. these characters. It's going to be really hard realism, and it starts getting more and more strange. The lead character is off the whole time and his his kind of rhythms threw me at first because he seems like just such a a dummy or aloof or or something but there's there's more going on there mm. like his history has made him this way and basically when Steven Yoon shows up there's just something unsettling about that guy right away super confident he's rich they're both you know very very poor uh coming from a small village living in the big mm. city and it just keep it's the most subtle like suspense thriller i've seen maybe ever like it just kind of creeps up on you this suspense this and i i found myself really tense about an hour and a half into it and all of a sudden it's like it switched and everything else was just like holding it on because they set up these characters so you know them so wow. well um and it, it there's a almost like a dreamlike quality. It's just something that sits in your head. Like, I feel like this is too low because I know I'm going to be thinking about this movie for days. It's got a freaking fantastic end. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm I, I gotta check it about out. this. Yeah. You got to check it out. I, I, have you seen this or not? No, I wanted to see it. Mm-hmm. I, I, the trailer didn't blow me away, but I've been hearing good things, so it was yeah. on my list to, to it, check again, out. Again, you almost get to it. like it, it does have a you know a kind of methodical pace. I feel like it earns it by the end. Like maybe half an hour in, it was like, "Oh, this is all it is. It's just going to be like kind of mm-hmm. these people and how they live in Korea." And then you realize, like, "Oh, the world is much bigger." And I, I love the ambiguity of a lot of it. Um, it I, I just feel like it, it gives you a bunch of questions, even though it doesn't make things so ambiguous that you don't know what's what's happening. happening. Yeah. Um, again, I finished this movie okay. at one a.m. last night. Oh, you got to check it out again. I, I, I feel like I got to see, uh, see it again. Cool, uh, Maddie, you're number six. Black Panther. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, you said that. Okay. So I guess we're going to my number five. Um, I literally just changed this as Adam was talking. This, I, I, I'm curious what you this have. This film was number four for me, but it, I just it changed would be it to kind number of fucked five. up. We had the same number five. Um, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Ooh, yeah, this is my number five. Okay, oh, get out of here. Um, this this is a great film. I mean, again, another Netflix fucking film. Um, one, just a lot of Coen fun. Brothers. Two anthologies. Yeah, in Western, <laughs> yeah. it's hitting all the things I love. Um, well, I guess I'm not like the biggest where I'm checking out every Western, but I enjoy a lot of Westerns. A lot of them are really fantastic. And yeah, th- this movie's just a lot of fun. Like. Half the stories are just really fun stories. Mm. There's one that's kind of like slow and depressing. It's probably my least favorite, but I could see people saying Which that that's one? their favorite. The one with the um, the train the, ride, 
The guy with no arms and legs. Oh, okay, he takes yeah. Oh, yeah. The stage. What is that called? A stage show? Yeah, traveling stage show. Traveling stage show. That was probably my least favorite. I guess it's like the most, maybe the most emotional. Mm-hmm. It's fucking different. I think. <laughs> I think it's like comically dark. Like yeah. it's just a basically like. Oh, it is. Fuck yeah. you. Nothing means anything. <laughs> um, it, it also may not. I, I don't think it's my. Uh, I thought it was my favorite. Sl- like because it's literally him going. It's just him repeating the same thing mm-hmm. over and over again. And I get. You know, you can kind of see that it's mm-hmm. this this rep- repetition is having an effect on both of them. But like uh, to me, it was just a little bit slow. That's probably what made it not be higher. All the other stories are really fun. Actually, my favorite story is probably the one with the old uh, the grizzled old prospector, Tom Waits. Uh, Tom Waits, yeah. <laughs> is that okay? Like that. Like yeah. that's how good Coen Brothers are. Yeah. I'm just watching this guy just do his job trying to find gold in the West. Yeah. And I was like, like nothing is happening, and really for most of it, and I'm just enthralled. It's like yeah. I want to watch an hour and a half of this guy just mine. And gold. it looks amazing. Yeah, like I don't know this this film. The last story was really good as well. Maybe again a little bit yeah. too long, but like wow, it just hit me on it. That just like hits you on every. It also level. it does sum up the themes. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot yeah. of death and uh, oh, yeah, the whole f- nihilistic sort yeah. of uh, the, yeah, the whole film life. is, I, I, it's, it's pretty much the west. The west is is the wild wild the wild yeah. west. The term why we use that term because you know and, and anything goes. You're not even no talking about the it. opening, which is just like I would watch the most hour and a half of this guy original uh, characters, yeah. the Buster Scruggs, um, mm-hmm. which I guess. It was like just after they finished Oh Brother Where Art Thou, they told Tim Blake Nelson. They said, "Hey, we've got a great a idea, great role for you. Um, it's this character Buster Scruggs, but it's part of an anthology, and we got to write the other f- five. Mm-hmm. But are you down?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, for sure." So that's like in the '90s. Wow. They called him in 2015. They said, "Hey, we finished them. Now we got to find some money." <laughs> well, I heard too that this was it was almost going to be a miniseries or something, and that the last second yeah. they decided to just make it a movie. I think in the they almost made it a TV series because that's where the money potentially was, was going to be coming from. I think my favorite was the girl who got rattled oh, with Zoe so Kazan, good. like incredible. Um, but yeah, for, for the most part, all the stories were were good. I mean, even the one that was mm. depressing, I think it at least it's not terrible. It has something to say there. Um, like it's, I could see this film. Yeah, that's amazing, right? <laughs> <laughs> amazing. I could see this film going up, but yeah, at the last second, I just changed it. I really dug it, and uh, yeah, it's Cone. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. Cone Brothers anthology and and Western. If that doesn't sound great, I mean, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, it's uh, the. It's probably a solid five. The next four are the ones where I'm like, ooh, how the fuck do I order yeah. these? Um, but Number five yeah. for me, you're going to hate this, Avengers. Mm. <laughs> I had a ton of fun with this movie. It's telling so many great stories. It is the perfect popcorn movie for me. Yeah. yeah. I, uh... It's going to be on, Kyle. I... <laughs> um... <sighs> uh, okay. Is that all you got? Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it later, right? Talking about films that I don't know if Adam saw this, but yeah. it's going to really piss off Adam. Because <laughs> I think you said it was one of his worst of his year. Number four for me, Hearts Beat Loud. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen I, I, oh, I, I was between uh, Upgrade and Hearts Beat Loud yesterday. How so, could you dig I, this um, movie? Nick Offerman, <laughs> I guess Nick Offerman is from Parks and Rec, I guess. Yeah. I haven't yeah. watched that. Oh, Mm-hmm. Um, Top five sitcom of all time. He's yeah. great in it. Uh, he's he runs a record shop, which is already getting me 
a, a star for me. I love like, high fidelity watching. Yeah, people just run record shops. So or whatever. do I. And he's he's uh, it's at the point where he's going to have to sell it off. He's not really even enjoying it anymore. Everyone's going on the Amazon route. He's a bit of a dick to customers, and he also needs money to put his daughter. Uh, she's going to go to college to be a doctor. You learn he's a single single parent, and uh, so it, it's like a couple months, I guess, before she's going off to school. Um, she meets uh, ends up having a meets a girl and end up uh, dating. So she's kind of got that relationship stuff, but she knows also that like how far can this go because I'm going off to school and at the same time her dad wants her to like ah, just, let's just go jam like he plays guitar but has no one to jam with he used to be in a band with their mother he learned died previously in a this is all at the beginning you're not, I'm not spoiling anything but uh, yeah he just wants to have some fun jam with his daughter before she goes off to school because he knows like you know when they go off to school how much is he going to see her and like they just kind of fool around and put together this like really cool too and i actually enjoyed the music in it the the original <laughs> tunes and the the other music throughout it but yeah they, they put together a song and they're like well this is kind of cool and he throws it up on spotify not knowing what he's doing and it kind of gets us like following in, on the internet and then so it's this kind of thing like let's like continue making music like we could have a thing and she's like no like i'm going off to doctor school <laughs> so there's this conflicting thing there i thought was really interesting there's a great moment where he's in like a starbucks or something and he hears them playing on the radio and it's like where'd you where'd you get that she's like what yeah, it was just on some spotify player so indie music no like where where did like this is my and he's so excited i thought that scene was amazing he's like getting the thing and he's like turning it up and he's so just like blown away by how this this stuff works um i thought he was really i just i thought he was a great character because unlike a lot of these movies where it's like dad and daughter don't get along these they get along it's like yes they have some disagreements about things but overall like he wants to see the best for his daughter i don't know it's just this touching you didn't see it was like rose-colored glasses like <laughs> no i thought it was no. just this touching movie it's kind of i could see it being like the chef of the year where it's just this feel-good film i don't know i guess i watched it after all watching all this horror <laughs> film all these big blockbusters and you put on this nice little quiet film uh the, the relationship him and tony collette's his landlord but there's mm-hmm. maybe something going on and again mm-hmm. that never feels too like cheesy and over the top same thing the, the you relationship- didn't think the relationship with the girl and that like the young girl's relationship was like cheesy and uh, eye rollingly bad I didn't, I didn't think I don't know yeah. Um, and yeah I thought the relationship between him and the daughter was, was just I don't know it yeah. felt real to me uh, I don't know I just, I it just was a movie a, of eye rolls for me like I'm like oh really I, I can see that. In the music I, I can see that. Yeah. I, know that. <laughs> I I that I've I've read a little bit about this and some yeah. of it why I didn't watch it was like I on purposely didn't watch because I saw you gave it a high score and I was like, there might be something that just like pisses me off so much about the playlisting, which is my job, yeah. that will make me lose my fucking mind. Okay, well, again, it's not like they. I, I'm not going to spoil too much, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, maybe yeah. I'm wrong. It didn't feel too fake for me because it's not like they hit stardom or anything. I assume I was um, comparing this like a asking like a Jordan Mitchell to watch Chef. Did you watch Chef or no? no? Okay, never mind then. It, it, it makes a. Uh, this whole music industry and like rose colored glass like this is what it could be guys like uh but again yeah. it never really goes there necessarily well, yeah. um anyways <laughs> uh i don't know it was a feel good film for me like i this was at like 10 or 11 when i started this morning and it just keeps on moving out because i keep on thinking about like this is a film when it ended i'm like i could watch this again i i wanted to like go buy the blu-ray so i could show it to becky like i could watch this right now it's probably out of my list one of the ones i want to revisit you just don't have, I you don't have this. canopy uh, well, yeah, I have it that's on there, you but watched it? you can't watch it on a TV, can you? Yeah. Oh, through a fire stick? Yeah. Or anything. Oh, I guess he could. 
Um, no, that actually is how I watch. I just, yeah, I only have a fire stick, and I, yeah. that yeah, I use that on my fire stick. Um, anyways, yeah, I don't know, but it, it, again, it's a movie like there's there's a couple movies that when they ended, like Denethys was the other. Like I mm. want to go buy the Blu-ray right Check after, it out again. and this was one of them. I, yeah, I don't know. It just uh, it it's a feel good film, and uh, I like these films like this that you know there's not really much to them. It's just yeah. Yeah, even I, Ted I Danson's it. in this too. Oh yeah, and Ted Danson is so fucking yeah. good in it too. I, I'll give him that. Like Ted All the Danson, scenes at the bar, him and Ted Danson. Just it's just one of those films. Like everyone it. is just like oh, him so and does Tony. Sam alone. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Him and Tony Collette and Tony Collette doing like uh, karaoke. Like it's just mm. it's such a feel good film. Like you like everyone and like. But they're all kind of unique characters, and uh, I, don't I don't know. know. Even that karaoke scene, I'm like, oh, can you imagine being in that bar with these guys? Like, oh, I, would, <laughs> I would, I would throw a glass at them. <laughs> uh, okay, well, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, you're a hateful man, man. Yeah, yeah. Very angry I man. might be very spite-filled. <laughs> Stop having fun. Um, some of us are trying to drown our depression. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe uh, if some of you guys are more in the music, I don't. I haven't seen it. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. I but tried no, to fit I it think in. overall the ratings are mostly positive. Yeah. For, like, I, I actually heard about it because there's a there's a podcast I listen to called Pure Cinema and they're more like artsy fartsy and this guy had it on his list so I was like ah oh, because I wasn't going to bother watching mm. it after you talk shit about it and then he kind of <laughs> yeah. sold it to me and I was like oh, I'll give it a shot and yeah like right from like 10 minutes and I'm like I am enjoying the fuck out of this film like I just oh, maybe that's I, I don't know man I had a watch. smile on my face yeah. Again, maybe I'm curious what you think about it. Yeah, maybe you guys will hate it, but to yeah. me, like unless you're cold hearted, there's no way you yeah. cannot enjoy it. <laughs> All right, my number four. Yeah. Thoroughbreds. Okay. I haven't seen this. But, uh, first time director, Corey Finley, who I guess was a, a playwright, um, or is a playwright. Um, oh, man, this is fantastic. Is it good? And finally, someone has given Olivia Cook a role that's worth, worth? her, her was she, acting. Wasn't she in that, uh, the Limehouse? Is that Olivia Cook? Lime, uh, yeah, she's good in Limehouse she's Gollum, but like, again, like, it, it never like elevates to. She's amazing in that. She's the best part of Ready Player One in terms of acting. I think. Mm. Um, oh, I didn't even catch it. That's the same. But yeah, this movie one like the the dialogue is crazy good. But from a playwright, he's setting up this incredible directing style. It's basically these two teenage girls that are living in. The one lives in like a crazy mansion. She is super super wealthy, and they used to be friends. And now they're brought together again the one is basically has no feelings he you know she can't she doesn't feel happy she doesn't feel sad she doesn't feel anger she doesn't feel anything and i don't want to give too much away because i feel like even if i start it's gonna kind of set things up is she a robot she's she's definitely a robot damn <laughs> nice. it well i don't i don't think you're spoiling it, it is about killings isn't it like that's kind that. of about that but like, like it's serial killers or something they're or? not serial killers okay. so um but there is talk yeah, I don't want to. Right. Again, I don't want to give it away. It's a movie that is moved play, yeah. up my list over and over and over again. It's another one of these like original kind of voices from a, a director that I, I'm super excited what he's going to do next. And both the leads, uh, Anna Taylor Joy, who was in Split and yeah, The Witch, yeah. also fantastic in this. Uh, and I think maybe Anton Yelchin's last role. Oh, get out of here! Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he he's he's quite good in this too. I think I'm gonna miss that guy because he was yeah. stellar in everything. He was better and better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think uh, we we didn't see the heights that he was going. Yeah, for. just silly. Way I was to, talking about the yeah, Gunslinger. Yeah. Like I'm reading the Gunslinger saga right now, and I think he would have been the perfect like Roland. Have you read it? Or no, no, I haven't. I think he would have been the perfect hmm. Gunslinger. But anyways, um, 
again, highly recommended. I feel like it's got an incredible tone throughout, and I, I just, it was, it was pretty short. Like it's yeah. about an hour and a half, and I just wanted to keep Get being more in that world. It. And uh, so that's yeah. a film. Like I heard a lot of decent things about it, but I didn't hear anyone like loving it. That's why I, I kind of, I, I knew about it, but I didn't really watch it because no one was really praising it. So I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's one of those ones if I could get to, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'll, I'll have to check it out. Uh, Maddie, you're number four. Number four, Blind Spotting. Nice. That, that movie's so fucking good, right? <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, I found even like the uh, lead was so goddamn charming as well. Like, yeah, you're you're, you're rooting for rooting that guy. For you, you know he's a, up against it, but and uh, there is such a tension in like the three days till probation ends. You're like almost on edge of every time you see something. Like he has like a gun on him. Like he's like. Oh, what's gonna happen? Like you know, that's coming into play very soon, kind of deal. Like, love this movie. Cool. Yeah, we talked about it. Uh, yeah, my number three. I had it number two this morning. I switched it around. <laughs> I had a lot of switches for me uh, this morning. Um, but yeah, I, I felt it had to be number three. Uh, Adam is gonna hate us now. He can rip on it. Um, <laughs> Avengers: Infinity War. Here's the thing. Just let me get this out before you rip on. I'm it. not gonna say nothing. I don't. I don't think it, it, it's. I'm gonna it, say lots. It's not a perfect film by any means. I mean, this is a film. I think like as a, a standalone, it, it's not a great film. I mean, this is a film like you have to have seen ten years and twenty films to get the most out of it. Nothing really happens. It's just this tense build up to wondering how it's gonna end and who's gonna die. There's not much plot, but for someone like me that hasn't loved these films. I've been watching them all, though. I've been waiting. It's we've been waiting ten years. It for has this. been an eighteen yeah. film buildup for this. Like this will never happen again. Like no. eighteen films and all like, combined. Eighteen into one mediocre movie. movies yeah. into yeah. one movie. Okay, we'll say like ten mediocre movies, three really good movies, yeah. and uh, well, one really good. Yeah, some some other pretty good ones. But uh, yeah, I don't know. For me, like at least one thing I hail Marfons is the comedy. I think this one handled the comedy well. There is some comedy, but for the most part, it's a pretty serious film with. With serious stakes, even though again I know by the next film none of that's going to matter. Everyone will be back. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah blah blah. Yeah, but who the fuck cares if any any of the consequences yeah. of this movie? Yeah, I agree with that. But it's a terrible we, plot we, device. But we knew that from the beginning. I mean, that's yeah. how the comic is too, right? Yeah. Fuck. Um, but I again another problem I've had with Marvel films, and I think they've gotten better because I thought they did great with Black Panther. And this film, they finally gave us a villain. This is really Thanos' film. It's his yeah. origin story, really. He's the best part of the movie. Yeah. James that. Brolin is great. He's had a great year. I mean, Sicario, too, I didn't enjoy that much, but he was great in it. Uh, he was great in Deadpool, too. He's a guy, too, that, like these past couple <laughs> years. You don't like him in it? I fucking hate that movie. That's going to oh, be... Yeah. Okay. I, I've only saw half of it, and I was enjoying it for what it was. Um, it probably went to me in my top ten. But yeah, I don't know. I, I love... James Brolin is this guy. Yeah. Like, I love... Even Men in Black 3 that shouldn't have been good. Like, I enjoyed Men in Black 3 because probably... I like James, James, Brolin. James Brolin, but yeah, yeah he's, in, he's in two things. This movie, I feel like, is just going down in my... I finished watching it, and I was like, all right. And then I quickly was like, none of this mattered, and I don't... What's a good action sequence in this? Um... Yeah, there, there's not that many good ones. I, Isn't that's the whole movie? Yeah. No, but again, for me, it's just like this tension building up, and like I know none of that means anything when what happens at the end, but I still it still hit me on an emotional level, like what, what happens with. I, again, I can't really say what happens with mm-hmm. whom, even though we all know they're gonna be back. But because it doesn't matter in the next movie, it still kind of hit yeah. me on an emotional level, even though I knew it's like there's a lot of things you you watch, and like you know that person will be back, but it still hits you. I, I don't know. It, it worked for me. And I thought he was just a cool villain, a great threat. Um, I just, I don't know. I love the whole idea of this gauntlet, this Infinity Gauntlet. 
I do have a problem with these fuckers that like this is the best film of all time. Like I've seen it on the best film of all time list. Yeah. And to me it's like I don't think you can I don't see how you can do that because none of the characters like all everything we learn about them is none of them have any development in this film. They're yeah. just there because we knew about them and they're just this there to a, like like you're giving all my points away like it's again in, in praise. <laughs> again though, as a film just lead it, I've seen all those films cause, so I can watch it that way. I've also seen them, I think mm-hmm. Everything but Iron Man 3. Yeah, you don't need Iron Man 3. Again, maybe this is a film I'm sure, especially when the next film comes out, it's not going to hold up over time. But for me, I'm going by this. I only saw it once in theater, and that experience, like, I was just, like, on the edge of my seat wondering what's going to happen, how it's going to happen. Whether it means anything or not, they still had me, like, for that ride. That it's yeah. like This is like that roller coaster ride that keeps on going to the top. And they do kind of like a... They and I'm sure it's going to drop for the next film, but... They set up consequences. They... Keep- I don't want to give anything away, but they kill like a main character right off the bat. Which but that even that cool. character, I think, will be back. But that's uh, uh, hey, listen, yeah. <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Like yeah. what happens next, I don't know. Yeah, but like, uh, they I, do set it up. Like, see, I, thought, I didn't care about that yeah. character because I know out of any character, if you're going to kill someone, that yeah. character will come back because that's that whole character's yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But again, we get so hard to talk about the film yeah. without doing spoilers. But I don't know. Spoiler: Nothing matters. Yeah. Again, for me, just some, sometimes, like it's, to me, it's 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 about that that. That experience, and to me, like it's nice same to sit thing back with like and be cradled beat. into like a, a blockbuster. Same thing about Hearts Beat Loud. Like maybe it's not going to hold up as well over time, but like just when I watched it, I was at that perfect moment where I was sick of all this shit, and I just wanted a quiet, fun, heart lifting yeah. film, and that film delivered it. And maybe you know when I watch it, and I've watched five of those in a row, I'll get to the, and revisit it. It won't hold up as well, but it's like I don't know. This film to me, it's just like I went to a theater, and like. It worked for me. I, I came away pleased. I mean, could have been a better film, sure. Do you need mm. to see all those twenty films to get anything out of it? Sure, but whatever. I, this, again, this I would never put on my top hundred of all time. This group anything, grouping but, of, um, of films, I feel like, is going to hold up horrendously. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, the CGI in this is fucking garbage. The it's just all it. smash, 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 smash. That's all the action sequences. <laughs> this is my review of the movie. It's smash, 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 quip, smash, smash, smash. But that's every Marvel plot film. device. I know, and but this one, <laughs> at least this it's one had smash. like James Brolin just being a badass, and like I, I, th- I thought he had some cool speeches. And uh, again, it's just I, I, I'm a, I like my comic book film serious, and this for the most part. The full, serious, yeah, like, but the philosophy of this one I just felt like is underutilized because there's nobody else that's like actually questioning what it's there, just like bad versus good, that is it. There's no gray. No, I, I disagree. I think the whole the whole movie is great because you're Thanos' whole plot is gray. Like he's technically you could argue he's a good guy, he's just going about it the wrong way, probably. Mm-hmm. He thinks he thinks he is the hero of the movie, and some people could come away saying he is a hero. But of the nobody film. comes away thinking that. Oh, there I, I people think internet, he's man. a bad <laughs> badass, but none of the other people on the other side, there's not a question of like, we need to destroy him because he's gonna do this thing. It's yeah. it's never Yeah, I don't know, like the more I think about this movie, which I've tried not to, the more I, I, I dislike it. Like, I came out, I think I gave it three stars out of five originally, and it's probably two and a half now. And it might be, I, I really don't want to watch it again because. I don't, well, you have to think too, it is a first half film. So maybe the second half will be more of that character development. At least that's an impression I get from the trailers. This So when they meld together, maybe it will be like one good whole. Almost a like Kill Bill, the first half was all action. The second half was more of like the good character-driven moments. I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll see. But yeah. I just wish there was good action in it. Yeah, fair enough. That, to, to be honest, like I, I, 
I uh, I have no like. Whereas Maddie, I think is crazy with hearts beat loud, um, beats loud. I have no like. I would not argue with you, and I could totally agree with your. I watched Solo and, uh, and Infinity War in the same. Oh, week. that's a rough go. Oh. I think Solo is just as good as Infinity War. I like uh. both of them are not very good. <laughs> Again, yeah, I I can't I can't argue least, with you. With at least Solo points, has but... the the train sequence. It's that's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. I I know I remember there being some moments I really enjoyed from this, but you're right, I can't think of them. I can't think of them, mind you. But again, I saw this. When did this come out? May or yeah, I think like May. Like I haven't seen it since then, so I wanted to. Is it when they're fighting in New York? Because that's not very good. Is it when they're fighting on that planet and they're just smashing into? I do say too. I I saw this before I saw Black Panther, even though Black Panther came out. So this is the first time I saw the guard and the sister, and I liked them in this film. I was like, ah, they seem pretty fun. I can't wait to see what they are like in Black Panther. And they're way better better in Black Black Panther. Panther. yeah, again, I, I can't argue with you, and I have no... If anyone says this is the worst movie of the year, I'd be like, yeah, I could And I, I, I don't think it's the worst movie of the year. I just feel like... I do think it's really disappointing phrase, but... for... Like, I, w- I was thinking there would be catharsis, there would be, like, actual feelings. I don't give a fuck about any of these people and what happened, because you know it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. And you knew that from, like... Once he shows the devices of, like, what the stones do, it was like, oh... Great. Yeah, to, yeah. To be honest, one thing I was hoping they would at least kill off one character that would stay dead for good, and I don't think anyone in this movie was. I yeah. think the next film is going to be the, that film. I mean, I think uh, I don't want to say that name because yeah. well, we've the trailers are out for that one now. Yeah. Um, like I think Captain America is actually going to die in the next yeah. film, and he will stay dead. That's my prediction. I could be completely. I, wrong. Think I don't Robert know anything. Downey might die. Um, well, I just know in the comics, right? And yeah, that's I think I Chris Evans is the only one that said, like, for 100%, he's not coming back. Yeah. He wants to get more into directing, I believe. He doesn't want to act as much. So that makes sense. It right? would make sense that they kill him. And that's what happened in the comics, too, and Bucky yeah. takes over. So, again, I'm not spoiling anything because I have no clue. They mm-hmm. tend to go completely different from the comics. I mean, Civil War was a piece of shit compared to the comics. Yeah. But, um, yeah, anyways, again, I'm just going by my theater experience, but I could totally understand someone did, having I did. I also didn't see it in, in the theater, so maybe that was it. But I saw I it. In a dark room with so. a big surround sound yeah. on, and yeah, I don't think that would really—I will say it's no Batman versus Superman. <laughs> wow, 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 but wow. you know what? It, it... There is something charming about seeing this whole giant crossover happen on this epic scale, which is kind of <sighs> yeah. Cool it, it was kind of cool how they blend in because I was worried how are they going to fit the the jokey and the eighties mm. pop musics of the Garden of the Galaxy with the, you know. It did seem pretty and... seamless how they all kind of fit in the same world, but. It's almost like like a, like a comic book. It's almost I kind like of, a Christ on Infinity Earth. Like mm-hmm. in this movie, I kind of hated um, Chris Pratt's um, Star Lord. Yeah, it was just like, ah, oh, fuck, shut up. Now I got you, and I got Doctor Strange and <laughs> yeah. Iron Man to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Number two. <laughs> number, three. number three. Sorry. I'm sorry. I, I no like, again. Like I honestly, I if someone said that I, they had the movie, I'd be like, yeah, I, I could see it. It's not a movie I would defend. It's kind of like I had yeah that experience with it in, in theaters, the theater, yeah, and not even a buy. Like I and it just it worked for me. But if I would not argue that it's an amazing film, I just think for me it was a spill up. It's kind of like Avengers. I felt the same way I saw Avengers, and now like I would rewatch that film, and I'm like, yeah, that Ooh, film sucks. Yeah. But at least this film has the seriousness going for it, and it has Josh Brolin. So I'm hoping over time those will mm-hmm. will, will. That work is for the me. one thing with with this compared to Avengers. Avengers, which, why am I watching all of these movies? That's what I got to question well, it, myself. Again, they've become, and I think they became this three years ago. It's no longer like a good movie. You're just watching it. It's like an episode of TV. It's like people that are still watching Walking Dead. You've watched yeah. it for 10 years. Now it's like you feel like yeah. you got to keep on continuing watching it. But it's like, yeah, most of them are very are mediocre. 
Although, again, I, I thought this year was great for Marvel, but Captain Marvel, I have no interest in. I didn't see Ant-Man. I have no interest in the sequel yeah. for that, but I will watch it just because you it got me hooked You haven't seen the original now. Ant-Man? No, the, sorry, the sequel, sequel that came out this oh, year. Okay, I, man, I, I have it. I picked it up for like mm. cheap on Boxing Day, and I I almost even, watched that I didn't even get to watch yesterday. it because I just, yeah, I didn't really care too much. But like, they've got me hooked. It's like the episode, I got to continue watching it, but like, yeah, I, I don't think any of them outside of maybe Winter Soldier are great films. Like, yeah. none of them are going to make my top 100 of all time. They're films that you watch, you have fun with, you forget. And usually I have a problem with that, but at least this film, I think Black Panther and this one at least gave me some things to talk about, which Marvel films never do. And I think DC was way better at that. Yeah. Whether you hate about versus Superman, I think you could discuss a lot of things into that. And I didn't get that in Marvel films. And I thought these two films at least gave me something with that. Again, I think I disagree where you say, like, it's still Black Man. I think, you know, there is some stuff to talk about whether Thanos is right or has the right idea. I think there, or... there, there are those questions. I just don't think the film yeah, addresses them. Yeah. I think if you're a semi-intelligent person, you're going to come across and think that way. I think the film does everything with a giant Thor's hammer. Yeah. Hmm. Blunt. Oh, fuck those scenes, too. <laughs> okay, let's yeah. move on. Adam number three. Man, I, I, I... He hates this movie. I didn't think I hated it. And then whenever I've talked about it with... I'm going to move on right now. Yeah, let's do it. But, but whenever I talk to it about people... It's like, oh yeah, I really dislike that about that. Oh yeah, I really dislike that. Well, yeah. I, I, my biggest problem I have this with people at work is like a lot of people really love Marvel films, and it's like you talk about Marvel films with these people, and it's like I can say I really enjoyed it. It could be my number three that year, mm. like this film is. But if I mention any complaints I have with it, all of a sudden, oh, you just hate anything that's popular. You hate it, blah blah. It's like. I don't know, I find like when it comes to Marvel films, they're perfect films for people and people don't want to nitpick, they don't want to hear any yeah. little thing wrong with it. And if you as soon as you mention something, even if you're saying, No, like I like the film, but it's not a perfect film. Like yeah. and all of a sudden they attack you and it's like that I don't know, that's that's it's, what I hate the most about Marvel films is that the fans like that, <laughs> I mean that that pretty much killed the the D C universe. Mind you, they did some of their own bad choices. But <laughs> yeah. But I mean again, because of that and even with the X Men films, now like because the Disney is bought Fox. All you hear on every internet set is how terrible the X Men films were, and they oh. can't wait because Marvel is going to make the best films. It's like, are you no, kidding me? Wait, Days wait, of Future wait, Past, wait. Logan, those are all X Men Two are all way so better good. than anything Marvel has done because they. When you left those films, you had a lot to talk about, but that's we're getting into the whole other thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sorry. and I guess I guess it just like goes to when we're talking about. Ready Player One. I, I remember all of these great things about it that go. Yeah, I'm. Conf- I was conflicted about it, but there's a lot to love about this. Or when we're talking about Roma, and you you have the same thing, and I, I like can get that with this one. I just go say something, and everyone is always like, Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. And it's like, Yeah, what the fuck? What? 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 Like, I almost feel like it's the passage of time because you've had to spend a decade in so many goddamn movies that you're just like, I'm so invested, I better get something out of this. And that's kind of how I finished the movie. And then I thought about it and was like, stop thinking about this. This is an awful movie. Yeah. <laughs> you just wasted, you wasted uh, 18 It's movies. fucking long, too, that movie. Was it two hours? So It's like two and a half hours. So, uh, I, I never felt wow. that. Like, again, I just, I felt I, this I tense build up yeah. uh, throughout, again, even though I knew, I knew from the beginning none of it was really going to matter, but I was hoping they would have really killed off at least one character mm-hmm. to, that mattered. But, yeah, anyways, number three. Let's get away from it. Okay, so number three, this is where it's tough. I think all three of these films could be my number one so I know on two rewatch. Of them. Um, I don't know though. And um, this, number three is First Reformed, uh, directed oh, awesome. by Paul Schrader. Um, this movie has stuck with me for weeks now. It does get in your craw, right? Yeah. Um, I'm, the, I'm the opposite. I, I watched it and yeah. was like, ah. Oh. 
I'll never watch that movie again. <laughs> uh, see, I can't wait to see this again. The ending just like floored me. Uh, Talk about a build up to nothing, though. But build up to so much. Like you could have, yeah. You want him to go and and execute what he's planning, mm. but the ending actually leaves this this whole. Like I'm not a religious person, but this fight between despair and having faith mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be religious like is is there all the time there are definitely like aspects of uh Schrader's taxi driver throughout this also mm-hmm. that that I, I feel are that's what I thought I was building up to that but then like taxi driver you get that fucking finale and you're like yeah this one is that, like a build up and then never the you never get thing for that. me the ending I did not get oh, I got like, it I just it didn't I don't think there's a, a get or not. Like, I think there's, a, if, again, we, we'd have to go yeah, into yeah, a lot of different yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was enraptured. It had me thinking about a, a lot of things just personally. Yeah. Uh, I, I totally loved every aspect. I love how he just, like, fucking throws you. you you're getting this really realistic, mm. and then you almost get, like, this dream sequence in the middle, yeah. <laughs> which, which I just I just loved. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I do feel like a lot of the themes are very relevant to mm-hmm. now too it's not just a small movie about this one priest and his thoughts it is um, all over I, I thought the performances were I, I thought Ethan Hawke was Ethan Hawke has always been good but yeah he, he was great in this he was flawless in this and yeah. even like Cedric the Entertainer I'm like wow yeah, he, he is perfect in this Perfect I thought as, he was okay. I don't know. The, no, but like, but I, as that kind I, of guy, I, I know this guy. Yeah, yeah. And he is that guy. Like, mm-hmm. I've met this guy before, and he played him perfectly. Yeah. Like, perfectly. Um, and even I, that, that, like, like that, um, uh, almost like shrimpy little uh, organ player, what he, a yeah. fire conductor. She's like, hey, why don't you come hang out? He's like, get out of here. <laughs> like, he, he is just brutal to her. Yeah, yeah. He's a weird character. Yeah. Like, we're supposed to follow him, but I don't know if I like him. But uh, you kind of understand too what uh, mm-hmm. what he's going through. I guess like. There's obviously a lot of shit going on in his life, and I think it's interesting in that way. But I don't know. When the film ended, I was just like, I'll never watch it again. It was interesting, but it didn't really do much for me. And it didn't hit me on any emotional level. I don't know if it was supposed to. I think it's more a movie you're supposed to leave thinking Think about. about, questioning a lot of things. But Yeah, like I, I, um, I still I was know. hit on an emotional level. Mm-hmm. Uh, I instantly finished it and then spent like two hours ruminating on, yeah. on it, which for me rarely happens anymore it was really close i feel like on rewatch that this might like just bump up a, a few notches it might actually um, there's a really good like um almost like a spar between like uh the husband I and the priest i love that scene. and it's almost like a boxing match like they go back and forth and that's like, what with he words. seems like yeah. you can see that's like actually like opening him up for the first yeah. time since uh, th- this mm-hmm. isn't really much of a spoiler no. but yeah. he's grieving because mm-hmm. they, he's lost his son when the film is, he's kind of slowly losing his faith as well with everything. Yeah, that's, the, the crisis of faith. Losing his everything faith. that's going on in his life, whether mm. it's like the environmental wise, but then yeah. everything else that's going on. I don't know. Yeah, no, it, it was interesting, but it, I don't know. It's, it's a film I will not watch yeah. again. I don't think. Yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be like it's in my. Like, I've been thinking about my decade list, and it's it's guaranteed. Wow. Yeah, a lot of people did think that way. Again, I guess I'm not. I'm in the more mm-hmm. <laughs> entertaining kind of. I actually I feel bad about my next list because that's actually a good fucking movie. But my number three is Ready Player One. <laughs> <laughs> Robocop, awesome. Yep. Chucky from Charlie's I didn't Play. think you liked it that awesome. much. Awesome. Yeah, dude, I had a ton of fun with this yeah. movie. Like, again, you're in a theater, you're cradled by this movie, and like you got your popcorn, you got your drink, like. This is all I want. I want to forget about environmental shit. I want to forget about how like shitty life is in general and think about like, yeah. hey, it's a Back to the Future car. Awesome. See, I enjoyed this with how most people enjoy Marvel films. Like, yeah. To me, this was like, 
it's not a great film, but I just smile on my face all the time. And it's weird that, like, mm-hmm. yeah, again, it didn't get the praise and or the money that all these Marvel films do. And it's here's like, some like know, a, it was, here's some candy for you. Like that's pretty much how I felt. It's like even like a big bag of Skittles. Like, I do uh, think it's sad though. Sorry to interrupt you, but yeah. like Spielberg. Like, I don't think the younger generation gives a fuck about him. Like, I think we're keeping him alive, and that's why a lot of his films he's making that are attracted to older crowds, but I, I don't think 14-year-olds care about Spielberg. At least all the ones I talked to, a lot of, I know younger people that didn't like this film. Yeah, but, like, what, what are they into? Like, maybe they can go back and that's, watch Jaws again, like, and E.T.? It, like... it, I think that's one of my problems with it, mm. is that it relies so heavily on nostalgia that how is an, a young person going to yeah. give a shit about this? Well, I, I think it did have, like, young people, I think, at least on the like liked it because it is kind of like the video games and the first person mm-hmm. shooters and there's stuff in there for them too like Tomb Raider and shit like that but I guess um, like Wreck-It Ralph Breaks the Internet is like the 14 uh, year old's version of this movie so I, I want to see Wreck-It Ralph cause, especially after yeah, this because I've heard no a lot interest. of but the same thing like it's, we have no interest because we don't see, really care about my YouTube, problem with Wreck-It Ralph uh, like, is you know what I'm saying like, like Ready Player One was like let's take for, everything yeah Record Ralph looks like let's sell our Disney properties. You look in the trailer, it's all yeah. Star Wars, Disney oh, Princess. Yeah. It's like that to me seems like a commercial. Whereas this is like half the stuff they don't even own the property. Mm-hmm. They had to like probably pay or get permission to get the stuff. So to me, yeah. I-, I think this is a lot cooler where it's like they got stuff that they wanted. Whereas Record R- Ralph it was probably Disney's like, you got to put this, this, and this. And it yeah. just felt like a commercial. And I, I had no interest in seeing Record Ralph 2 after that shit. Fuck that. <laughs> so you've seen the first one? I, I saw the first I didn't. Yeah. The first one was okay. I, like I didn't love one. the first yeah. one. I don't know. I, it was like, first one was too, to me, I, it should have been better. Like, I liked the, I thought there would have been more references to old school video game. And mm. it seemed like it was like someone that was forced to make a movie about old school video game, but didn't grow up with it. I, mm. I didn't feel that, that love as someone that, Still has his old Nintendo collection and is really into that thing. I didn't, I didn't get that passion for old school video yeah. gaming, and it, it it felt like a, a modern film that was trying to fake it. I don't know. And then with a sequel that looks like it's just Disney as a commercial. But sorry, you talk about Ready Player One. I'm getting off on a rant here. Yeah, we've been no, going we've already, Yeah, we've already talked about Ready Player to, One. We're getting to the top of our list, and all we're doing is ranting, ranting yeah, yeah, a bunch yeah, yeah, of other yeah, shit that we don't yeah. like. I assume after if I watch this movie again, it might not hold up as much. But I left that theater with a huge. Yeah, exactly. Smile on my That's face. what I thought. Like, I mean, over time, maybe it, mm. it'll drop off my list. But like, I've only seen it the one time, and I, I had fun with it. I don't. Yeah. Know. Sometimes you're just in the mood for like a bubblegum pop movie, yeah. and. And again, that's why I couldn't put it like top three or anything, but like I had fun with it. I think it would have been like a definite honorable mention if there was just a little bit more of those amazing kind of action sequences. Mm Because I would have ignored a bunch of the other shit, but I I can see why Mm -hmm. he does. I can see why it kills me because we're we're getting all the blockbusters that are part of a franchise and that's basically it and when you get something like this that is an original idea I want to fucking love it because I want there to be more of these and I want Spielberg to be back making these I mean don't get me wrong he's great at making these these serious adult dramas and shit but sometimes man I just want to see him make a fun Mm -hmm. blockbuster again which he doesn't really do that often but okay Um, anyways uh, number two I don't is this going to make Adam's Ooh. list? I don't know. But my number two is Wes Anderson's Isle of Dogs. Oh. oh. It won't make my list. Wow. Yeah, me neither, actually. Is this the first year Wes really Anderson excited. did make your... I think this is... Uh, Darjeeling probably wouldn't have made my mm-hmm. top ten, but th- this is the f- first one It since seems then. like a lot of people, yeah, it's not connecting with people. I don't know. Again, I if you if you listen to the show, I love stop animation. Yeah. 
I will take you know the worst stop animation over the best CGI flick any day. Um, I just don't for some reason those films leave me cold most of the time. Where stop animation, there's just something about it. I love it. And this film is a visual feast for thine eyes. It's just it's, it's, it's incredible looking. Looking. I love all the like every the opening sequence. The cast is insane. It's like how can you not love a movie with Bill Murray yeah. and Jeff Goldblum and like the acting by everyone is the voice acting is just top notch. Mm-hmm. The story I thought was pretty unique and interesting, and like it kind of hit you on an emotion level, but it's still like I was kind of worried it would be really depressing, and, and it wasn't. And uh, I don't know, I just I really loved everything about mm. it. I guess um, I don't know. It maybe it is weaker in the in the Wes Anderson. Maybe it doesn't have as much to say. But uh, I don't know. I had fun with. It. I know people are having a problem that it's racist or whatever. I don't know if I, I didn't really if I got that. that. I think all his films, everyone's kind of a character <laughs> of of whatever he's doing. So I, I don't know. I just yeah, I don't really have too much problem with the appropriation even though it feels like it's definitely kind of exaggerating and i don't feel like it's that effective like the mm. a lot of the japanese culture like for me it doesn't really boost the story much Mm. um and it does feel like pretty two-dimensional this this is like high on my honorable mentions list um overall it just kind of felt like slight wes anderson to me and i'm like i could see that he's a top 10 director for me no no questions um this might be least favorite. Might be my least favorite. I got to watch it again, but um, I know. I, again, I think it's going to be because I love. I remember Mister Fantastic Mister yeah, Fox. Like I owned that was it. Awesome. Yeah, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't Fantastic watch it for years because oh, I was awesome. like, I don't care about uh, seeing him do a family film. And I finally watched. I'm like, wow, that was fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. So this film, I was kind of actually excited to see, even though no one was talking about it. And uh, I don't know. I just. Visually and everything, I just loved everything about it. I think it's visually great. It's, it's like so you fun. get all the, these the, voice actors. It just there's left so much no fun impression. banter yeah, though. I, I don't like know the, the plot didn't really do much for me either. Well, there's not much to the plot. Yeah. I don't think there's much. And plot like, they shoehorn this like love interest between like a teenager and the young boy, which yeah, is that, kind of really uh, odd to me. Yeah, I, I hated that. Yeah. Um, huh. Um, I don't know. I just I thought all yeah. the, the, so much of the banter was so fun. The banter's great. You get all these Wes Anderson quirks. It just feels like usually it's held up by a much stronger the criticisms that his movies are ornamental mm-hmm. um th- this is I feel justified yeah. in this case. But I thought I it is still one of the more unique stories this year like the story is they so I can feel dogs are, are totally yeah. spreading a virus throw them all to an island and then mm-hmm. this, then this kid crashes trying to find his dog and they're trying to get the like who would have thought you would do a move this movie? Like, if someone told me the plot of this movie, I'd be like, "What the fuck, really?" Someone made. If that? someone told me the plot of this movie, like, so Wes Anderson is directing it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know if I get that. Like, most yeah. of his films are more, I, I don't know, other than Fantastic. I don't know. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Um, and anyways, I really enjoy this movie. Yeah. Uh, I, I figured you thought would think this would be on mine. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably going to be like. Well, you're kind of the Wes Anderson guy. Number 15? Mm. Again, if you look at my my list, list? I mean, my list is just, for the most, yeah, actually for all of them, are are kind of, you could argue, fun films. There's nothing really too serious or arty or depressing in there. I, I, when I when I put together these lists, like these are the movies that when it ends, it's like, I want to watch that again. Yeah. I want to go buy the Blu-ray. And these are all films that, for me, where it's like, I don't know, a film that like, it's just this long dramatic drama that ends depressing. It's like, I don't want to watch that I got again. a popcorn yeah. list too. Like I'm looking back, like, yeah, a lot of these are popcorn-y. I don't know. That's just how I always have been. I mean, yeah. I, I can appreciate a lot of those other type of films. And some years I do have some mm-hmm. like that on it. But this year I was... I just want something that like actually resonates. That's yeah. what I'm looking for. And I want to... 
I, I agree. I want to be able to watch it again. I think my problem is like a lot of, again, um, I don't think you guys watch it, but like mid 90s, eighth grade, yeah. um, Rome, all these films that everyone loved, like none of them resonated. Really. Even first reform eighth didn't grade, resonate. I really really. Liked. I'd say first reform maybe resonated the most because at least like that kind of ended and you had stuff to discuss. Mm-hmm. Like those other three films, I really didn't. Those other films, like it was like Slice of Life, like let's just watch a maid clean us, let's watch a kid in eighth grade, let's watch 90s kids skateboard in in the 90s like to me it's just like i I don't want to sit there for an hour and a half fucking just watching kids be kids like give me give me something more like i I want some dialogue that i'm going to remember i want some interesting shot i don't know like i think there's different type of like there's there's room for all of these right like Mm i i love watching fallout which we'll talk about (laughs) uh i'm 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 guessing uh pretty soon but i also think of like that you know where ebert who I'm not always like in agreement, but the one thing is like one of the great things about movies is that you get to experience somebody else's life that you'll never get to experience or another viewpoint that you're completely unfamiliar with. And it opens you up to these experiences. I just entertainment isn't enough for me because you, you eventually become numb and that's why we're getting all of these kind of like, ah, that movie's okay that, that are mostly shown in the theaters because you don't have to excel to any other higher but see, level like i i lived eighth and ninth grade i lived in the 90s i lived eighth grade like i don't really need to watch a movie or just someone other kid living that i don't know and like even roma it's like yeah i guess it's interesting <laughs> you a mexican a maid, made ones. <laughs> made, but like to me it still has to be interesting like you got to give me something more it's like there's a billion other jobs that yes i'm not going to do it doesn't mean i want to sit for an hour and a half and watch a security guard stare at a, a tv screen and but like, you're not it's not it's also not that. You're Whoa. not just watching her clean the house. It's a large chunk of it. It's probably like a couple scenes in the beginning of the movie. Like, that's it. Everything else is about her experience. Oh, wait. So were the pans actually pans that she was washing? Yeah, it was all about <laughs> pan yeah. shots. Okay. It's yeah. the same as Buster Scruggs. Yeah, yeah. It's just all about pan shot. I don't, I don't, again, like I don't want to just watch that movie over I don't and think, over again. I don't think from the beginning or the end, I don't think she really changed other than she was able to maybe open up with... I think she finally like she's a person that's had to stay re- reserved and I don't know. Yeah, I didn't like again. At least first reformed. That's the character that from beginning to end has various changes, and I didn't get that in a lot of these other films. Characters don't people don't change though a lot of the time. That's yeah. not like it doesn't have to be a resolution. Again, like I, I don't want to watch twelve Romas in a row, but. Uh, I also like am just so disappointed in like these blockbusters recently until Fallout. All right, fair enough. Number two? Uh, number two is Sorry to Bother You. Oh, shit, oh, yeah. I thought you enjoyed that that much. Uh, yeah, this was my number one for most of the year, and, mm-hmm. and you know, I've had this running list uh, on Letterboxd in private for a long time, and then it, I flipped about maybe two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and I could be wrong. I, I, this this one, we're talking about original ideas, uh, like, like Isle of Dogs. This one for me just had so much more substance mm-hmm. to, to hang its hat. And fuck, it was funny. Yeah. Um, there was, actually, I was going to talk about this one scene where he, he's at the party. Like, yeah, he should rap for oh us. Oh my God. It's hilarious and so heartbreaking at the yeah. same time. Like, I've never felt such conflicting emotions in a movie during that scene. That's this whole movie, yeah. right? Like, it sets you up. These are hilarious things, and you're like, Fuck, that's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> right? mm-hmm. but it 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 still stays light for me. It was super mm-hmm. entertaining. Yeah, I, you know this could have been my number one. Uh, we we talked about it a bunch earlier, mm-hmm. but the setup is great. All the acting is great. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, maybe like what Kyle said about tonally, like I think he probably can refine it even more yeah. moving forward, but um, still incredible. Yeah. Cool. Number two for me, I assume we'll be talking about this and Kyle in the same breath. Number two, Mission Impossible. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. 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 <laughs> so I assume you want to do your number one well, right sure, now? Sure, sure, your thoughts, and then I'll... Uh... Dude, this is an action-packed movie. Like, Incredible. Absolutely Incredible insane. Uh, who's a... Um, Who's the gentleman who played Superman? Who's in this? Henry Cavill. Cavill. He is so good in this movie. So good. Like, absolutely amazing. Like, he's a great, I don't want to say, like, partner. And then... I feel like he actually upstages your your main dude in this one. And the helicopter scene at the end is so fucking good, man. Like, from the start to the finish, I was on the edge of my seat. So, we're talking about all these other, you know, blockbuster that have action scenes. This just destroys yeah. all of those yeah. other movies yeah. in terms of action scenes. It, it destroys. It, 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 does, it doesn't get better than this. And as far as action goes, like, and it's not cheesy. Everything is. Do you just done want to announce so your number one well. so you can get in here because I know you're holding. Yeah, back. it's Go got it. It's got it. Yeah. So John Travolta. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, this is uh, surprisingly no one number one. Yeah. But again, it, I guess it could be. Uh, Tom Cruise doesn't always make my number one. But I, this is the type of film I can get behind. Mm-hmm. It's an action film, but it's not big and dumb. There's there's some interesting nope. stuff in there. Great plot. For me, mm. this is... Uh, before it came out, I heard people saying this is the dark night of action films or the Mad Max of, like, of, of you know... I guess Mad Max is an action film, but of, like, kind of being the standard modern time gun. And I, I get that. I mean, the score is a total ripoff of the dark night. Yeah. But man, does it work in this film. It, it's a film that keeps you... I guess... Some of it is kind of obvious. I, I, I don't yeah. think the twist is a, is a surprise to anyone. Is it supposed to be? I don't think so. There's some dramatic moments in there that are a little bit cheesy with uh, Luther and uh, his whatever. Um, so it, it's not a perfect film by any means, but I was able to look past those because I, I agree. Like This is, should be what every action film wants to be. like mm-hmm. Having Alec Baldwin, you know, yeah. take on yeah. Superman. <laughs> Alec Baldwin is terrible in this movie. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I thought he was okay. Actually, I had a p- couple problems with Henry Cavill, too, that you guys were enamored by. Oh. But I, I thought he was mostly good. But I thought, I remember the first couple of lines he read, I'm like, oh, maybe he's not a oh, good actor. I, I will also say the dialogue for the first half an hour is bad. Really? I, yeah. didn't, uh, I don't remember the first half yeah, like Everything is really stilted, a ton of exposition. It's just like, here, here's what we're doing, this is what's going um, on. It, nothing is so like... I love it, but that's kind of like, a, that's the Mission Possible thing where you got to like explain everything. And, and then, because it never goes necessarily how they had it all planned either. I, I, see, everything that comes out of Tom Cruise's mouth, it feels like he's really natural at saying this. When Alec Baldwin and him were talking on the tarmac, it was like... Holy fuck! This is terrible. Like, was it? it it's, okay, I, I, rewatch, yeah. rewatch it again. Uh, yeah, I, you I, see, like Alec Baldwin puts all these pauses in for dramatic effect, but then he's just explaining stuff. Keep talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I know. I didn't. I didn't get that. But um, yeah. That, 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 honestly, if the dialogue is better in the first, it's actually probably the first hour. This movie goes once uh vanessa kirby who plays the white widow comes in mm-hmm. and there's that back and forth it was like oh fuck they should all it, everything should be yeah. like this ving rames sounds like he's just reading off a cue well he's, he's been like that for the past yeah. 10 years i think he's just he's just kind of like you want to see him in these films though so. <laughs> i don't know he's like that lovable guy like you need him in there 
Of course, like that connected yeah. me. Like, but yeah, like, I, all the, I, I feel yeah. he's kind of his acting has been great the last couple. Did you end up? So I, I lent you the last couple. Did you end up getting? So I'm gonna. I, I didn't have time to go back. Oh, okay. I had seen the previous one. I realized after seeing this, but I saw Ghost that Protocol was the last one. No, uh, Rogue Nation. Rogue, 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 Rogue Nation. Nation. Uh, because I re- recognize um, the villain. In that the one. villain, uh, Sean Harris, who I loved in. Um, he's the a little Borges. bit scary in Rogue Nation, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also wa- still watch Rogue Nation at like. 12 o'clock after I had been out at the bar. Yeah, that's probably not a good way to... Yeah, so you, gotta, you should go back and watch I'm gonna watch. Those I'm going to watch... Uh, I, I would say they're all equal. Like, I think you could argue any one of those is, is the best of the three, and mm-hmm. I don't think anyone would have a problem with that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. To me, it's so nice. With everything, every big blockbuster these days is CGI nonsense. Yeah. It's Ooh. nice to see... Practical effects. An yeah. actor... Yeah, well, all of it, but like, especially my boy Cruz doing all this crazy shit that jump across and you see him smash his ankle that he actually broke and keeps on walking after. Even that, like, you forget about that scene because there's so many other great actions. The motorcycle stuff, you know, that's all him on there. The the airplane jump. And to, to, like, I saw this in IMAX with a bunch of people from work. And it was the best experience I'd had in the theater. Everyone came out saying, like, this was, like, no one had. No one could even find faults because we were just so pleased with what you saw. And like when you go back, you can notice things. But like that movie just puts a smile on your face. But seeing it in IMAX, I saw it in like the real IMAX. And when all those action scenes open up, there's in the plane scene. So when he walks and the plane starts opening up, in IMAX, the screen opens up with that, with oh, the plane opening up cool. and fills the screen. And then he jumps out. And like all that stuff is just so fucking fantastic. It gives you twists and turns. It's kind of like works as a crime film. I love all the Mission Impossibleisms, like the beginning. Like they kind of yeah. had me, like holy shit, did that bomb it, go it, up? It, and now we're gonna deal with yeah, it. Yeah, it was great. It that, happened, that was a great, right? great spin. Um, again, I think some of the stuff that you they you know they had to wrap up with his wife in the third film, mm-hmm. the stuff with Luther. You know, he's got to be in there. Some of it was a little cheesy, and like even I kind of cringe yeah. a bit. But again, to me, those were like small you can moments. look past that. All the action scenes were some of the best stuff I've seen. Mm-hmm. Like again, I think every action movie has to live up to this now. And again, I don't know how. Like he just signed on, and he's going to shoot two more films, I believe, at the same time. Oh, that's great! I don't know how you top this because yeah, how like, he's going to have to kill himself on filming one of these movies. Like each one tops it. That would be the craziest publicity stunt. Even ever. all the helicopter <laughs> stuff that you might not appreciate mm-hmm. as much seeing on screen, like seeing the making yeah. of that knowing that he did all that and some of that shit like maybe you don't realize on screen but that stuff apparently is super like in, in like helicopter pilots saying like most people can't do that where you're going like straight down and all this crazy stuff mm. where he's hanging from the rope it's like one thing after another and again I think this film like Infinity War but I think this film even better it works on this adrenaline it's just mm-hmm. and, and the way the score works with that it's constantly building 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 and you're, there's times when you're like, holy shit, like, you know they're not going to do it, but you on your head, I you... I actually thought that too, like, maybe they're going to. Maybe like, they're, they're going to... And anyone could die at any time. I felt yeah. like it was a film where no one really was safe. Was safe. Um, yeah, I mean, my boy did not let me down this year <laughs> yeah. after uh, a little bit of a disappointing there last year. There was a year. scene when they jump out of the uh, plane, the uh, halo jump, my heart was actually going like, yeah. like a thousand miles a minute, yeah. I do, I do feel good. like, unfortunately, I, I think that scene is amazing. But I do think it's maybe a little bit unfortunate that they had had to over-enhance it with the CGI and the thunder and the clouds. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really cool, and I loved that the thunder striking yeah. and all that. But, I mean, he actually did all that shit, and you, it almost like most people are going to think that's just all green screen. Yeah. Same problem I had with kind of Mad Max Fear Road, where it's like they went to all this trouble doing all this stuff practical and really doing it, but then they over-enhanced it with CGI that like most people are going to watch that and be like, yeah, you just CGI that. But when you see them making it, it's like, holy shit, they did all this stuff. Like it, I don't know. This is... Uh, 
for me, for this type of film, it's almost a perfect film mm-hmm. for this type of film. Get me, don't yeah, get me wrong, yeah, I'm not yeah, saying yeah, it's, yeah, a it's a perfect, perfect film, film, I'm not saying it's better than... As far as action movies go, yeah, this, for this, action action films, this again uh, is like, I have it at nine, but it easily could have been five. Yeah. And you got to give it credit too. Like this is the sixth film, yeah, and a franchise starring a fifty like what is he fifty five or fifty six year old? What, Alec Baldwin is like three years older than him. Yeah, yeah and it's insane. Like when he, like when Alec Baldwin yeah. fights. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. But yeah, like seeing Tom Cruise run, it's like this. Like I couldn't do that. I don't yeah. think most there was, men could. There do was that. only one scene where I could see him kind of laboring. Yeah, like, uh, and it wasn't the one where break, but yeah. where he's actually like starting. It was like. Yeah, this guy's fifty. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's still crazy. Like every other actor at that age has moved on. They're not doing. They can't do these things, yeah. and he's like somehow doing this and doing a better job than guys in their prime. Or or Stallone has to do so much HGH yeah, to get exactly. back up there. Yeah. But like every the like this gave us some of the best motorcycle chases, car chases. Oh my god, that car, What's car HGH? chase. Um, Human growth hormone. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fucking uh, on I like Home and Garden Network. Like, <laughs> what, what does that even mean? <laughs> and we didn't even talk about this scene in the uh, the bathroom. Like, how fucking yeah. insane oh, that yeah. scene is! That just is like perfection. Awesome. Like, th- and it, again, I just think it's crazy that like again, I would argue maybe the first film is still my favorite because it's so different. But I think this is a franchise. Like, other than Part Two, I don't think anyone would say is their favorite. Yeah. Although, actually, I think I strangely have met a people. <laughs> couple of people that, that was their favorite but like I knew guys in high school that that was that makes sense like yeah. high, I liked it like then, a... and I, I think there's still some cool stuff like I think it's mm-hmm. there's some cool visual stuff in there but and, like, and a great Limp Bizkit song yeah <laughs> Because that soundtrack was huge, like Metallica, Limp Bizkit. That is the best the yeah, 90s I had to it, offer. But yeah, you can argue almost any of these films are your favorite. And like that's amazing. And I think like mm-hmm. most people, though, will say four, five, and six are the best. And it's like yeah. they almost keep on getting better with each one. Yeah. Like the last one had the opera scene and uh, oh, the, yeah. the, the plane yeah. scene and so many other cool. And then the one before that had the scene in the building. Like it's just insane to me that this is like. I don't know this that this fifty five year old guy is doing this stuff mm-hmm. that is better than anything else and and again I also think it's not just like from an action point of view I think the direction like there's some fantastic visual some fantastic visual moments of just some talking whether it's them in like that scene with the trees or like there's a lot of like little moments like that that stood out to me as well that you don't really get in these kind of action movies mm-hmm. like. I don't know. I, I think this director is fantastic and I think uh, this yeah. is like a a dialogue punch up away from like being a great movie maybe the best action film of all time yeah. for me um yeah it, 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 when are they gonna learn make more th- practical right? effects so it's it's Christopher McQuarrie we keep on saying McQuarrie. his names and I couldn't remember yeah. it but yeah he's a guy that like I don't know man fuck so so, so good. good And but think about Mad Max yeah like what are the great action movies of the and last was directed, 10 years directed yeah. by a guy in his like 50s or yeah. whatever um, he did Pig, a uh, Babe, right? Yeah, he did Babe <laughs> and the original Mad Max. Yeah. I can't see anyone though that's in a blockbuster is not enjoying this. I could see people that won't touch blockbusters, but yeah, even um, if, if you don't, yeah, there's it, stuff it just, in there to appreciate. There's so much like cinematic appeal in this yeah. that, like, they do so much show don't tell in terms of the action. That's why the dialogue fucking drives me bananas because <laughs> they're so good at in the action sequences, like doing that again. Please have. Uh, the White Widow in the next film. Yeah. The chemistry between her and Cruz is awesome. Is right? awesome. Well, we didn't even mention you to mention, I guess she has more to do maybe in Rogue Nation, but um, 
What's her name? Rebecca Ferguson, Ferguson? who I, I really enjoyed in this as well. And again, it's kind of cool to see like a female that is a badass, but it never feels forced. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I really like her character. And if they did a spinoff of hers, like I, I would watch it. You would, right? Yeah, um, totally. You know, I don't need to see her being Ethan, <laughs> replacing Ethan Hunt in a remake, but give her her own film. Like, yeah. To me, she's a lot of people loved her in Rogue Nation. I think she was just as good in this one. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a movie that where like all the supporting cast really, for the most part, works. Other than like I said, some cheese moments, but they're all interesting enough. Like I enjoy the goofy moments of Simon Pegg, and I think he has been allowed um, to it, right? Cavill but not was like just a... fun as the kind of swarmy, yeah. tough guy, and I don't know. Mm-hmm. And the way he mixes the score and everything. Yeah, I could talk about this film for hours. <laughs> so let's just move on. I have no clue what is going to be. I'm curious. Wait, is this because that was your number two? Yeah, I still have number one. one. You have your number one and Adam is number one, right? So this is my number one. It is The Favorite. Oh, uh, okay. by Yorgos your uh, mm-hmm. Lanthimos, mm-hmm. I, I believe is his name. Uh, the Greek director of Dog Tooth and The Lobster and Killing a Sacred Deer, which uh, they're all fucking fantastic. Great, right? This movie, um, it's just, it's like. Barry Lyndon, if somebody just like smashed someone's head on, on, on a table for an hour and then said, okay, now you make it. Like the cinematography is beautiful just like that. It's all natural light. But the story is just so almost like perverted. It sounds really weird. Like I was reading the synopsis. I'm like, this seems Yeah, like I had no interest. Bizarre. I'd never yeah. even heard of this film until you mentioned it. And then I watched a trailer and I'm like, this is not a film I would normally ever check out, but I watch the trailer. I'm like, yeah. that looks fun. Like, yeah. out of out of the movies, um, like the I guess the I don't even consider any of them art house, but uh, you've been referring to as the yeah. art movies. This is the one I feel like the average moviegoer would get the most out mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. Um, even just, though, again, I've only that director makes weird fucking movies. I've only seen Lobster, and like. When that movie ended, it was the weirdest, unique movie. And when it ended, I didn't know if I liked it or completely despised the film. It just felt so cold and like depressing and made me angry. But then, like, (laughs) I saw it on Blu ray Chief and I picked it up because I'm like, it is a movie I need to watch again, even though I kind of hated it but Mm -hmm. liked it. I don't know. See, I I love that he's always willing to go that extra little bit to make you uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and, And also, like, you're feeling a connection to these characters and then he loves to undercurrent that uh, with yeah these people are fucking terrible thanks for for following them like <laughs> the protagonists are always super super complex but they're also always like super darkly funny like they're funny mm-hmm. movies yeah they're uh, dark comedies they're just like extremely wait, 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 dark extremely dark dog tooth is not a comedy right like there is nothing uh, funny th- about that there's still like <laughs> some like like again, okay okay yeah. Yeah, you know what? Maybe the, the airplanes is kind of yeah. Odd. Like there's there's a bunch of oddness. Yeah. That's probably the the le- I haven't seen Alps uh, before, yeah. but um, anyways, yeah. Uh, um, I saw this in the theater. It looked like fucking amazing, Gorgeous. and and the acting from B- Olivia Coleman probably steals the show as Queen Anne. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just so fucking. Uh, she plays this like. Almost like she's an invalid, but she's also running the country and in charge of the war. But you feel bad for her, but at the same time, she's fucking just like... Lots of men? So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, Anyways, like she she and Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz and Nicholas Holt, who was a a kid actor from About a Boy and... He's not Beast in the action films, Nicholas Holt. Yeah, yeah, he is. Oh, okay. Uh, and, and he's in Mad Max. Is that 
is that fucking crazy that is kind of guy uh he's so good in this um he, yeah i'm interested out of all the films yeah. like that's one i was interested in it, again it's not something that i would watch normally based on the trailer but it, it interested me it looked fun I yeah know. i don't it's sometimes fun and then they he just like pulls the carpet underneath you and be like, yeah, you shouldn't probably, th- like, it, <laughs> I know, I think- <laughs> it's always, it's a very conflicted. That's uh, why that director, uh, I was like, it looks fun, but I know that director's style and, and do I want to watch that? He didn't write this one, so it's got a little bit more of like a realistic bent. Like, mm-hmm. this story is based on, um, you know, semi- Like, does it leave you feeling better than The Lobster did? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that film, I just felt like, oh man, I felt just fucking- Pinched. It was just so mean spirited. It's so mean spirited. The dog, uh, the brother dog, that still gets me. Um, yeah, like the lobster. The whole thing was like, do I like this more than the lobster? Uh, to put it number one, and I think I do. So, did you? Would you, you had the lobster as your number one that year? I don't know if it would have been one. It would have been okay. top five. Yeah. Interesting. Again, like it's not an easy. No, it's. I not, feel like yeah. this one is easier, even though there's like. Yeah, I don't want to give away any spoilers, but there's a few scenes that you go, oh, god damn it. But Emma Stone, like, you're able to get right into this world because she she is relatable right out of the gate, even though she kind of spirals, as most characters do in, in his <laughs> world. I saw it two months ago, and I've I've been consistently thinking about it since. Uh, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it again. Because, again, the set pieces are fucking fantastic hmm. um, it was did that, get, did that like get any Oscar love? Yeah. did that get any Oscar love? I think it, no. it's got like the it, uh, maybe on. the second uh, third most after Green Book and Roma oh, okay interesting which um, I, I'm kind of shocked yeah I'm surprised they don't well mm-hmm. I don't know anyways there's always that like outlier that's like not awards bait that somehow gets in there yeah it's definitely not awards bait like even <laughs> though it's a costume drama it just basically like again it's Barry Lyndon, if you just like had some guy that I'm trying to think of another movie to smash with it. Barry Lyndon from the director of The Lobster and Killing a Sacred Deer. Like, that's what it is. That sounds actually kind of insane to me. <laughs> some people, like, there's all these, like, he really, uh, like he does in those movies, does a lot of kind of crazy cinematography mm-hmm. and, 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 and shots. Like, there's a ton of fisheye that kind of makes you look like you're looking at an old painting, which some people don't really like, but I, I think it looks fucking awesome. Cool. So I have no clue. No clue. Who number one is yeah. Ballad of Buster Struggs. Oh yeah. Did you have that on your list, Adam? Yeah, yeah. That okay, was, uh, so okay, dude, I, I was trying to think. Of it. I could watch uh, the initial story if they did like a two-hour movie with that character. Well, I think a I lot of them saying. almost could yeah. have been. I think like the, well, um, maybe not the one with the guy with the arms and legs, but like yeah, okay. The last or the second last story could have been a full movie. Yeah, I don't yeah. think the pan. Well, I think only those two maybe are. But again, like, even that character, like uh, if he just went on a bunch of different adventures, I like that character who was like robbing the bank and the yeah, crazy, yeah. like this movie's yeah. insane. Yeah. Even that song that Buster Trump sings at the end is so fucking good. Oh yeah, like, the music is great. It's insane. And that last scene when they're all in the train. And they are just chatting. Like, I was so enthralled. Well, that almost like, felt like a horror film. It really did. Yeah. It got so tense. And as the lighting changed, mm-hmm. it got a bit darker and darker. Yeah, like, you realize where they're actually yeah, going. it was so good. I, I think, didn't expect it to be this great. Like, I'm like, okay, yeah. Cole Brothers, Anthology, bitchin'. Like, but it's on Netflix, so you're... That's yeah. exactly like, yeah. wow, like, I was floored by how good this movie was. I think it too would work, like... Was this on your list? Yeah, it was number... Number five on mine. Oh, five. I, I, oh yeah, we both. I had switched it on. at yeah. the last second, but um, 
I think too, like it's fun because each story kind of works on their own. Like the one where the 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 gold the guy uh, yeah, Tom going Waits. for gold, Tom Waits, is like kind of slow. But then you have like some action ones, and you have the I'm ones kind of like horror film. I could then watch the Tom Waits one. like uh, read a phone book, and I'd still be like mesmerized this might be by his him. Best, yeah, movie role though. Yeah, you might be right. Actually, he is so like good he's in this. he's great in Dracula. I would watch an hour yeah. and a half of that. I mean, right? <laughs> um, like I really like him in Dracula. What I, I'm the shortcuts in Bram Stoker? He was really good in. Oh yeah, yeah. shortcuts. Who's, he I, was I, um, I know who who's was um, the uh, Renfield? He was oh, Renfield okay. in this. Cool. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Know, anything outside? I don't yeah, know. we've already talked about it, but like, yeah, it's so good. Now, Adam, did you have any blockbusters besides Mission Impossible in your list? Uh, I don't think you did, right? No. Okay. Cool. I, I guess now that's our list. So we got mm. uh, Buster Scruggs, Mission Impossible, and The Favorite. Yeah. I guess now let's run through our honorable mentions and just kind of quickly run through because the episode is getting long. Maybe the, the other movies that we watched just because we never had a chance to talk about them. We'll try to be quick on a lot of these. I will say the one that was kind of switching between 10 with me and I switched, I gave it to Denethys at the last second was Game Night. Another oh, movie yeah. that I know that you hated. Yeah, I didn't hate, but I wasn't oh, I, charmed so with this it. Is, I had fun with it. So this yeah. has gone up in your estimation, I think, since you first watched it because I, I briefly talked about it. No, I think that was Maddie. Maddie yeah, didn't, no, didn't like it at all, but I felt it. like you were like, yeah, it was good. I don't know if it was as good as you were saying. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like it as much as you, like. I think I gave it three and a half on Letterbox. Mm. It, it was just fun. Um, you're right. Maybe I maybe I moved it up, um, or it's just because this year was a shitty year. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it's gonna for me. That's the one I'm really looking forward to rewatching because some of the co- comedic set pieces are yeah. fucking mm-hmm. unbelievable. Rachel McAdams. That might be one of my favorite roles. Yeah, yeah. Rachel McAdams, but uh, for <laughs> maybe not necessarily always for her acting, but um, yeah, I don't know. I think that I was like my it. number twelve. Okay, and, and it could have been my. It so keeps now my that was number my eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know Maddie was like, "Don't fuck yeah. that." That in heart beats loud. Where like, yeah. the, and I almost said this my number ten. So you, I was like, "I'm going to rewatch movies. Game Night." I might have to. I, have I saw that at the uh, Cine, Cine Stars in Burlington that, okay. that theater. So uh, another one for me: uh, Bad Times at El Royale. And you guys, I know, haven't seen I it yet. Like this movie, but I found I wanted something more out of yeah, it. Yeah, I think the first half. I don't want to spoil too much. Yeah. But the first half is this amazing build up mm-hmm. and what's going on. You're waiting to see, and then the last half is still good. But I, I think what. It didn't didn't live up to the build up, I guess. Yeah. For me. But I think it was a really interesting film. Yeah, it was I really awesome. enjoyed it. I'll pick it up. I think everyone that should watch it. That one girl just singing in a room was so good. Yeah, I, I think you should watch it. I think yeah. you might enjoy it, Adam. And it's star studded. Um, yeah, I, I want to see it. And the way it mixes the the fifties mm-hmm. and sixties tunes yeah. with the movie, like they blend mm-hmm. seamlessly. I thought was really a really cool way of doing things. And I thought that'd be more of an interesting thing to do with the hotel, but it didn't really have that. Like because yeah. it's half Vegas, half Arizona, or something like that. Uh, honor mention for me that yeah, we are trying to hold the dark. I enjoy, but maybe not as much as you guys. Mm. Uh, searching, did you guys see Searching? I didn't. I wanted to check this out because I've heard no. it's really good. It's a, kind of the same way that, um, what is that stupid horror one? Unfriended? Unfriended? Uh, again, like they were better than they had any right to be mm. the same thing. It all takes place from his computer screen and everything is like Skype calls everything. I thought I would hate it. Um, it actually does a good job of being a thriller that keeps you guessing to the end. They constantly do twists and turns, all from the point of view of a, a computer. So I thought it was pretty impressive. But again, it's one of those films at the same time. I can't say I loved the movie where I just sat there and watched the guy's fucking computer screen. Yeah. Uh, I think it's like great editing and putting all that together is talented. But at the same time, I'm still just watching bad Skype calls and whatnot. So... But I, I think everyone should watch it. I thought it, it really worked as, as an interesting thriller. Incredibles 2 was fun. I, I don't know if I lived up to the hype yeah. after like all these years. I wanted more. Yeah. Again, my problem with it, it, it felt like it was the invisible girl 
movie. Yeah. Like she's seventy percent of the film, and I think the reason I liked the first film so much it was actually like was the family dynamics, and I wanted to see it set up that you're going to finally have this, and it kind of like no, they're thrown aside because. Uh, superheroes are outlawed or whatever and Invisible Girl has to be they're using her as the model to prove that superheroes can work so the other people can come back being superheroes yeah. so because of that I felt like it kind of was just an Invisible Girl movie and it, it was still good though it just didn't live up to the long hype uh, sorry to bother you guys talked about Annihilation you guys talked about Black Klansman we've talked about Outlaw King anyone I haven't seen that no. that was a Netflix number two Netflix um not great by any means but I enjoyed it it was kind of like you know it, it, it all takes place Robert the Bruce and Braveheart mm. And like they, it ends the way Braveheart ends the last five minutes. This is that story, so it's Robert the Bruce right after William Wallace, and it's his story. Um, so it was interesting. Again, it, the whole time I was watching this, I just want to watch Braveheart. Yeah, that's right. Like, like Braveheart be. is one of my favorite films of all time. Almost a perfect film to me, and the way that like the score and the emotional mm-hmm. moments, the action, everything about that, the acting, everything's so well done. And this film kind of felt like again the way I felt Den of Thieves to Heat, but this even more so. It just felt like a second. It felt like a Netflix trying yeah. to be Braveheart. Uh, I killed giants. And you guys watch that? I one? was actually about to mention that. Like, I thought that was such an interesting take yeah. on the whole. The thing. whole thing is like, yeah. I mean, I'm not spoiling anything. She's. It's about this girl that has suffered these traumatic events, and she hunts giants. And you don't know, are is she actually killing these giants yeah. and saving this town, or is it her way of dealing with all the shit she went oh, with? Oh yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've seen a lot of people seem to enjoy it. I, I I thought it was interesting. Yeah, it was such um, a again. It was missing something <clears throat> that put it over that. But I enjoyed it. Uh, Widows. No one. Caught I, I didn't see this. I haven't seen it. it that um, I've heard good I things. I almost rented it yesterday. Yeah. yeah. The the guy. Like I know some work. I think it's his, it was his number one of the year. Um, a lot of people really loved it. Mm. I love Steve uh, Steve McQueen, the director. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was well. Again, I heard it's like him trying to do a blockbuster, so it still has his style of filmmaking. And maybe that was my problem with it. I think like as a mm. character study, it was really interesting. Uh, Viola is it Viola or Viola, Viola Davis? Viola Davis was great. All everyone was. Actually actually great and I thought it was mostly interesting I mostly cared about everyone but again it's like it's like trying to do a, almost a female heat, but more of a character drama. But like, I still need the, some heat moments. And, yeah. and like, none of the act. there's like one action scene in the beginning that was like nothing. And then there's one at the end that was nothing. Like, right. if you're going to do a heist film, you got to have, and heist, when your heist yeah. is like, like something like that could have been done for $10. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's why, so I was like, I was like, Dennis Easton, it's like, Dennis Easton gave me everything I wanted in that. This has the better character moments. It's like, if you could have combined those two films, you could have had yeah. a, 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 a modern version of Heat, you know, with females. But I don't know. To me, like, I needed more than, but you, I could see you really digging it because the character moments are so good. But again, don't, you got to give me, if you're going to build up to something, you got to give me it, not just fall flat. Um, I do find that, like, if you're making a heist movie, you better have a goddamn good heist. So this yeah. this is yeah. Well, I I I still watch it. And I'd love to hear you guys. Speaking thoughts, of heist, movies, some people thought. Did it was and you guys watch Ocean's Eight or no? I did. I didn't get to it. I watched it. it? I it? watched it on the flight back from Mexico. It's pretty well trash. Yeah. Um. <laughs> That's what I heard. I had it mm. to watch and I just didn't. It it's it. again like, hey, let's put all these amazingly talented, interesting people and give them absolutely nothing to do mm-hmm. for two hours. That's pretty well that movie. And, and let's again, also make it so you 100% get everything that's going on because it's super dumb. Uh-huh. See, again, that's one of those films where it felt like like we need to put females, so let's just take something and throw females in even though we have nothing to say. Like Those are the films I... They're the best part of the movie. It's mm-hmm. it's just like... Oh, and I'm not saying it's there. Yeah. there but it, you know what I mean? Like That movie had no reason to be made other than they've already remade it, so they can't do that. So now... 
this whole FEMA thing gives them a third reason to remake things. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we're going to see that a lot where it's like, well, we already did that 90s remake. It didn't really work. Let's do it a third time with a female. And there's already, there's a couple films that are coming out. I'm really surprised that new Shaft isn't that. I'm surprised they didn't (laughs) try to get a third take on it. But it just gives Hollywood another way to be lazy and remake shit. But anyways, uh, King Cohen, the wild world of filmmaker Larry Cohen. I was actually going to bring this up. If I put a documentary, this might make my top 10. Yeah. I had a blast with this movie. Do you know, do you follow the filmmaker Larry Cohen? No, not really. Like, I saw this on uh, Shudder. You should watch it. Yeah. Uh, He's like, everyone talks about Roger Corman. This is the guy that started guerrilla filmmaking in the sense of like he went around no permits he did a fucking car chase driving cars on the sidewalk yeah. during a busy period he went on top of the uh, the not the trade center the other um, building uh, in New York Chrysler building or something Chrysler like that bu- and started shooting blanks but had a guy sniping with no permits no yeah. one knows what's going and on the, the cops, cops get a call because everyone's freaking out that there's someone shooting on top of the building <laughs> he would do all kinds of stuff yeah. he would have someone grab a child and run in the middle of the streets and run off mm-hmm. the best though he did a film in um, actually a lot of these in a movie that you guys should watch mm-hmm. um, what is it God um, God Told Me To God Told Me To which I have on Blu-ray amazing. But he got Andy Kaufman, because he was just buddies, and was like, hey, do you want to do a film? Sure, come film this. Mm-hmm. He threw him in the middle of a, a parade of cops, didn't tell them anything about it. They're doing a parade for police. Yeah. Throws him in a police outfit, and everyone kind of recognizes it's Andy Kaufman, but they just, ah, oh, laugh, hi, oh, Andy Kaufman, they thought he's joining and in. he just films it. Films a fucking shootout, though. <laughs> and he <laughs> Has him put a gun in the middle of the thing and shoot someone, and yeah. no one knows about it. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, you gotta Fucking have balls. So he ballsy. tells all these stories. He this also is like almost like one of the. He's not even like a Hollywood great, like a New York great. Just kind of telling hmm. stories about like this is how I made these movies for. He stupid did all cheap. these really interesting political films. He did this stuff. Like all his films yeah. always had something to say. And he was one of the guys too that was like never thought of like no, let's just have a black and a white. Yeah, uh, white couple together before that was a thing. He did one of the first black exploitation flicks before it became a thing. Like he was the original, and he doesn't really get enough credit. But my only problem with it, I thought, unlike a lot of these other documentaries that came out, it was a little bit dry the way it was. Like it, it was interesting because he had so many interesting stories. But I think it needed a little bit more flash. It didn't have like the cuts that like uh, yeah that you're like seeing in machete. like not quite Hollywood yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Um, Solo, do we even need to talk about Solo? <laughs> Should we, let's just skip past that one. Does anyone have anything? To say? Yeah. Uh, it's, um, yeah. yeah, he's going to go back on yeah, Avengers. It's better than Avengers. <laughs> yeah. No, um, it's not better than Avengers. Avengers is the better movie. It does show you, though, how Disney is just like, fuck, man. They're just like, let's. Mm-hmm. we got these properties. Let's throw out as many films we can of each one, and who cares if they're just forgettable fodder. That's what that film felt to me. It's like, I didn't hate it yep. either, but it There's was just nothing. like... It was just thrown out because they know how to have a Star Wars film every year because they yeah. paid a billion dollars for it. Um, Tully, and you guys watched Tully? I did by, actually. Um, I Jason enjoyed Reitman. that movie. Jason yeah, it was, Reitman. It was interesting. I thought that was kind of cool. Of pretty much a woman dealing with the, the postpartum depression. Postpartum, really. Yeah, it, it was interesting. Some mm-hmm. people hated the twist, but I, I enjoyed I, I it. I didn't see I, it I coming. Know. Yeah. Uh, Christmas Chronicles. I mean, not Top Timothy, yeah. but Kurt Russell was great as Santa. That's all we. Really, and everything else is bad. Five star. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tomb Raider. I kind of had fun with. Oh, did you? That. Again, I'm a sucker it. for archaeology yeah. adventure flicks. Mm-hmm. So, again, it wasn't great, but I would watch another one. I don't have much to say about Caliber. And you guys watched no. that one? No. That was a film I think is pretty interesting. I think if more people saw it, it was very well done, very well acted. Um, these buddies get together. Uh, they, it's been a while. They go hunting and they accidentally shoot uh, a child. Oh, they go to shoot a deer this. and the deer moves at the last second and there's a child behind him. He kills a kid and then the father comes and is going to kill the guy. So his friend takes him out. I'm not explaining anything. That's what the whole mm. movie. And then they're in this town and they don't want to leave right away because they, they bury the body and they want to. Yeah. 
hope that no one knows these people are missing. Or it's, anyways, it gets more tense and tense. Will they be caught? And there's a lot of yeah. Watch it. It's I, a Netflix. I think everyone should watch it. Yeah. Again, I don't know if it's top ten material. It's very dark and it's not your happy movie, but it gives you. It's not a movie. You, it gives you a lot to kind of talk about. Uh, I don't really have much to say about Teen Titans Go the movies, but it's fun <laughs> if you enjoy Teen Titans Go that type of mm-hmm. fart humor. Our kids really loved it. Scario Day of the Sodato. I, mean, I wasn't impressed with this movie. Like I, I, I liked it, but like the first movie blew me away. Yeah, I love the first mm-hmm. movie. This one just felt like a pale a standard comparison. kind of action yeah. film. Is what I got oh, to with do. Like a, no. a fourteen-year-old heard, girl is like one of the I've main heard, leads too. I've heard like, this a lot. Matt, I stop yeah. trying to keep the women down. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I've heard a, a, almost the sentiment from everybody, yeah. so I didn't rush out. And I do love the first one, so I don't even know if I'll ever check this out. Yeah. yeah. Again, James Brolin and Benicio del Toro are so good. Yeah. Like just them, I can watch them do anything. Yeah. And in this movie, they were both. James Brolin's led me astray this year. <laughs> um, a simple favor. Anyone watch this? Paul Feig or. Oh, Paul? no. Uh, with uh, uh, Anna Kendrick and, and Blake Lively? Lively, yeah. No, I've heard actually good? better than. I, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it, but I think it's way more interesting than I thought it had. Like, I just threw it on because mm-hmm. it was there, and I had no interest in watching it. And it's really, like, it is kind of dark, and it's like Blake Lively swearing every second. It's a very sleazy film, that, <laughs> yeah. and you don't expect that when you hear that cast you and that really director. Don't. Th- this film and Game Night are the ones that have popped up on a lot of people's lists that I would have been like, what? Yeah. Well, I think this film was too much of a mess to, to go higher. I'm surprised mm-hmm. yeah. if it would be on anyone's list. But at the same time, I would say... A lot of I people say, had in their teens. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, that I makes sense. That. Yeah. It was a surprise for me in that, like, again, it went from something that I would have never watched to now. I'd be like... It's this is the best way to describe it. It's a very sleazy Gone Girl, and I didn't even like Gone Girl, <laughs> but it's like a sleazy, not as well done version of Gone Girl. Anyways, uh, Death Wish, the Bruce Ugh. Willis remake. I, I tried watching this. I got like twenty, maybe Eli twenty-five Roth. minutes in it. I couldn't stand Bruce Willis. He was just so like wouldn't he? Almost didn't care about well, being in this role. And you know, I didn't hate this film. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's good. I give it three out of five. Like I was entertained. Were you? I mean, it's it's got some really gory kills because it's mm. Eli Roth. I yeah. mean, he drops a car in a guy's fucking face or something. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm not saying you should waste yeah. your time, but for me, again, at the beginning, I was just talking about 2018, and what I could get from the library is all the shit that no one yeah. cared about, so it was easy to get Death Wish, so I, I watched it. Um, Outsider, I would say the same kind of thing. That's the Jared Leto trying to be Black Rain flick, where yeah. Jared Leto in, in with the um, Yakuza. Okay. Um Again, it's forgettable. Yeah. A lot of these films we can skip. So out. these aren't your honorable mentions. These no, are just no, like again, movies you're talking about. Films yeah. that we watched the past yeah. month. That we haven't talked. Gringo, same kind of thing. It was interesting enough that there's a lot of twists and turns. But mm-hmm. yeah, now I'm getting into. The, I'm just, curious uh, where it goes. Like I got like oh, halfway through, but it started skipping on me. So I'm curious man, how it's so gonna play out. Should we do our honorable? Like yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I was just kind of running through everything. But yeah, mm-hmm. if you guys want to actually, yeah, go throw, ahead, man. Because we so, pretty much talked about most of mine. So Madeline's uh, Madeline. Okay. Um, it was an honorable mention. I thought that was such an interesting movie because I didn't know who to root for because she sucked. The mom I kind of was like, yeah, she rooting for, but, but then she she's too. she's awful too. Like yeah. the 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 female lead is going to be a star. I'm mm-hmm. almost uh, yeah, she was Helen good in She's really great. It, it it's basically like dealing with mental health, but it's also dealing with how performance and how we're basically taking advantage like a lot of these movies these art movies are just basically saying oh let's throw in somebody with you know mental health problems and like use their story for something the end of this movie is I was on I was on the plane when I was watching this and I'd slept like 
three hours on the way down. And I started watching yeah, it this. It must be such a trippy and ride, I, man. It, and it was like, it was such a trippy kind of movie. Yeah. And then I'm like, maybe I should take a break from this. And then the end hits and fuck did it floor me. So this yeah. is my 11. It almost almost made it, made it, made it in. Uh, I, I think it's one of my favorite mm-hmm. uh, ends. I really hated uh, the girl from uh, Deadwood in this, Molly Parker. I, She's so manipulative. I, I, I like. I didn't hate her as an actor, but I just hated her as a character. Like, wow. Like, ooh. <laughs> I like how, like, at the end where yeah. they, uh, you know, yeah, I'm not gonna and give that away. Everyone in that group, I hated too. Like, I hate that. Like, oh, uh, we're artists. We're. Uh, it just uh, destroys yeah. the fucking art community. Yeah, I, it I, really I, does. <laughs> um, uh, game night, which we talked about, mm-hmm. um, and won't you be my neighbor? The oh, dude. Yeah, yeah I wanted so to watch that, and I never got if to. If I put documentary, so that might be top ten for me as well. That documentary was out of this world. Out of this great. world, good. It, if you don't come out of that movie teary eyed, then you got something wrong. Yeah, with you. I was a bit weepy watching it. Yeah, and the weird thing is, no matter how good and how pure you are as a person, if you're in the public spotlight, people are coming after you. Yeah, which totally. I thought was so fucked up that people were like blaming Mister Rogers for like a lot of shit going on in the world. Yeah, like, he did. He had to. Deal with a, a bunch of pushback all the time. Um, yeah, definitely worth the watch. Mm-hmm. Isle of Dogs would have been probably next, mm-hmm. and then uh, Black Panther, yeah. I think, uh, would have. Any been worst there. of the year for you, other than Infinity War? Um, <laughs> no, Infinity War wouldn't be the worst. It's just like I get angry that anybody thinks it's good. Um, <laughs> oh man, Maddie, any honorable mentions worth she while he's yeah, checking? Yeah, out? we kind of talked about most of mine, like. Horror movies, but did anyone see? Uh, did, I don't know if we already talked about this episode because it's been going long mid nineties or eighth grade. No, not yet. Eighth grade, I dug actually. I had yeah, a. I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't like those. So my worst would have been probably when we first met, which is the um, what's his name from Workaholics, Adam Devine and okay. uh, Alexandra Daddario. Yeah. Uh, it's basically like Groundhog Day, but where he gets a second chance with a girl. It's fucking atrocious. Yeah. It's terrible. It's not funny. It's really bad. Deadpool 2. <laughs> I was enjoying what I saw. I only saw the first half. I think I I shouldn't go back and watch. I remember Deadpool 1 being like, ah, okay. I think it's okay. the exact same thing. As yeah, that, I think it at least exactly had, it has yeah. a little bit more interesting things where Deadpool 2 is just silly. This actually kind of has a bit of a plot, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know what I, I, I saw. Again, it has a very similar... Maybe when, you haven't been to the end, but it's similar to like, go fuck yourself for investing in this movie <laughs> uh, ending. Um, yeah, I, I really, uh, I didn't didn't like that one. And Game Over Man, which I love the workaholic guys, but... They just didn't pull through, right? I thought it was a terrible satire. Those were the only ones, like we talked about The Strangers I really in Winchester, I really didn't like that. And I didn't like the Bill Murray stories. Um, I haven't seen I that yet. That, yeah. I thought the director is inept, and mm-hmm. uh, the stories are interesting, but he's... Just didn't pull it off, eh? He's a terrible director. Mm. Put that on your box. <laughs> For me, Gotti was not the worst of the year. <laughs> no? I actually didn't hate Gotti. Is it Gotti or Gotti? Gotti. Gotti. John Gotti. John I Gotti. I didn't hate it. I mean, it's not good. It's kind of like a TV movie of the week that mm-hmm. you expect, where and it just like, here's the checkpoints of his list, and it throws him on screen, and you don't feel anything. It's almost like care a about um, anything, Bohemian but, Rhapsody, but with Don instead of- I haven't uh, seen Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, me neither. Um, I haven't seen that either. I wanted Biopics, to, Biopics. They're always- I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Talk. I just don't understand yeah. the hate. Like, I understand it's not a good movie, but yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it is, but like, there's worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, worse was Crazy Rich- 
Asians. Oh, we're going to talk about that. It seems silly, Fuck, right? That was a tough movie to watch. Like I hated, like didn't care about anyone. I hated, shit. Fuck that movie. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even see it, but that made like bank. Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Well, people love that. Just yeah. it's, it's a simple mm-hmm. rom com, and it, now it's like from an Asian perspective. It mm-hmm. was shit. Um, and Hotel Transylvania three. I not that I expected anything from yeah. that. Like I like monsters, and like the other mm-hmm. two were okay. I, part three is just yeah. really, really bad. But I, I think that's it. Rampage, forget. Like all these were just forgettable. Blockers, <laughs> community. Did you see how? Okay, to- blockers. I I watch it. Um, didn't care much for it. But John Cena is a really good comedic actor. Like uh, I might be a bit late to this, but I thought he was good in this. Okay. Are you wrong? I Am I wrong know, in this? Yeah, I think so. But <laughs> that that movie was. Just I have like, no opinion on. Yeah, John that Cena. movie had. It was kind of funny, but it was like so hit. Hit you oh, over yeah, the yeah, head yeah, with yeah, like yeah. it's sent like bullshit. That's like the, that movie. I don't is that Judd Apatow because it felt yeah. like it should have been new Judd. It's like you know how Judd Apatow all his movies yeah. been terrible lately, and he's like so hit. I'm you pretty over sure the head. it was. Maybe he produced it, or it just felt like yeah, whatever. I'm so sick of Judd. Uh, Judd Apatow. <laughs> I'm done with like. Um, let the corpses tan. None of you guys watch that. One? No, I watched about twenty minutes of it, but list. I fell asleep. Yeah, it's like visually and like it's a st- it's like that is the definition of style over substance. Yeah. but yeah, I, I couldn't get into it. Like it looked great, but the movie is just a fucking mm-hmm. mess. I'm the Grinch. I don't really have too much. Yeah, uh, is there anything you guys think didn't see that would have made your list? That's tons. Like tons. for me, the big ones were Creed two because I loved mm-hmm. Creed. And that was the same thing. I didn't see that movie till after, and then like if I made, saw it, it would have made my list. Aquaman, I wanted to see, even though I'm sure it's not great. But like I've heard, it's yeah. just like fun in those '80s fantasy insane movies where they just throw everything in the kitchen sink at you. Uh, mostly, yeah, mostly we talked about. No one saw Venom. No, I didn't. No, I didn't see Venom. I was curious. I didn't hear much about it. Same with the new Jurassic Park. I didn't. Ah, it was um, pretty much what you expect it to be. I, I enjoyed the last one just because it was like really violent, mm-hmm. but it wasn't a good movie. But like, I enjoyed the dinosaurs mm-hmm. eating people in violent ways. First Man, none of us saw. No, I want to see First Man. First Man was a big mm-hmm. one for me. Shoplifters, I really want to see. If Beale Street could talk. Yeah. Widows, Wildlife, Suspiria, Eighth Grade. Um, support the girls. I've been kind of curious. That, that. That, yeah. That's the one about like the kind of like low grade Hooters, and it's supposed is it to, a documentary. It's what no, it's oh. it's it's a yeah comedy. It's it's supposed to be kind of like a comedy, but like realistic. Yeah. It's supposed to be really good. Um, a big one is Star is Born. No one saw that. Yeah, <laughs> Star. I, I thought I it looked bad, but if you liked uh, what's the thing? If Heartbeat Loud, you might dig that movie. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't think so, but. See, Heartbeat Beats a lot as I got that like record store and kind of smaller. Yeah. I'm not into these big fucking playing on no, stage. No one's place. seen Minding the Gap, uh, the the documentary about the skate kids. No, that, that one's been on a lot of lists. Uh, Cold War. Uh, I really, I really, really want to see Private Life. Leave um, No Trace is another one. Yeah, Leave No Trace. Sisters, Brothers with uh, Joaquin. Yeah, I want to see that one. Jo- Zama. It's, it's not Joaquin. What is that again? Joaquin. Joaquin, Joaquin, Joaquin. Phoenix. Uh, Zama, I want to see pretty Green badly. Book. No one said Green Book or Vice. Vice, I want to check yeah, out. Yeah, Vice. Assassination Nation sounded kind of interesting, but I heard a lot of people hate it. Then there's all the trash, like Robin Hood. I, mean, I don't know. I think we, there was we a Ro- oh yeah, there them. was a Robin Hood movie. <laughs> I liked it. Uh, the big one, the never saw Uncle Drew. <laughs> yeah, I really, I'm, I need to see um, Uncle Drew. Yeah, fuck, everyone's Netflix had a ter- like Netflix. You're saying they they had some good stuff, but they also gave us like the Titan Mute oh, Extinction yeah. Game Over Man, like a bunch of well, shit. Well, listen, <laughs> uh, the Rider. No one saw the Rider. No. I didn't. It didn't interest the me, de- but I heard a lot of people. The liked Death it. of Stalin. I want to see. I watched that actually, yeah. and I didn't dig no. what everyone was saying. Like it was very dry wit. Did you like um, in the loop? I haven't seen it in the loop. Or have you watched Veep? 
No, no, I haven't. So That's I, the uh, same director. Yeah. I, I love all his stuff, mm-hmm. but I haven't seen the death of, of Solon. Like in the loop is probably uh, it's in the loop in the last ten years. If it is, that's going to be. I'm trying to get my top ten of the last. Oh, uh, uh, the uh, decade. Decade or not top ten, top hundred probably. Yeah, uh, I didn't get to see any of the DC animated films. Uh, uh, Gotham by Gaslight. But yeah, that one, the one with Constantine mm-hmm. and the death of Superman. I've heard they're all, all three of those are great. So. Oh, Destroyer! Um, that one with Nic- Nicole Kidman, where oh, she's yeah, like pretty good. Uh, an LAPD detective and she's like super yeah. supposed to be badass mm-hmm. in it. I didn't hear much after the initial build up of that. No. Destination Wedding I wanted to see with I heard it's pretty much Keanu Reeves and Wyona Ryder just talking at wedding but like I heard I don't know they just have chemistry and it's just yeah. interesting. Um, but yeah I don't know the night he comes for us is kind of like supposed to be the raid. There's tons of shit we didn't see I guess. <laughs> um, yeah it, 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 when you start looking at it, it's like holy fuck there's so on the many spiders movies. web I didn't really have any interest since Fincher left. Yeah, I don't know. Do you guys have anything outside? I feel like we're just running down yeah, to the yeah, 2018 yeah, movie now. And, and, and number zero for all of us was Uncle Drew, so we had to leave that to <laughs> yeah, the yeah, end. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that. That Maddie movie was watching a slam. It. <laughs> yeah. When you start talking about last night, I'm like, should I stop when I'm watching and throw it in? Like, is it that good? Is it like this comedy? Actually, Tag. I heard Tag oh, was Oh, Tag fun. is okay. It's fun. It's not mm. as good as... It's like a lesser version of Game Night. Okay, because I heard a lot yeah. of people really enjoyed that, but I didn't get a chance to check it out. Yeah, like that was... Comedies a, usually go like at, yeah. like Super Troopers 2 I had and didn't get to. And... Yeah, yeah. I, I recommend Tag. Again, like the story's kind of stupid, but mm-hmm. there's but it's based a on lot a of funny story. people. Yeah. Super Troopers... No, the actual story like is interesting about them playing okay. Tag, but you get a lot of like the relationships. Uh, yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck relationships. Oh, no. Right? Red Sparrow, I didn't get a chance to check out. I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, it's I an enjoyable movie. I enjoyed it because I enjoy spy films, but again, mm-hmm. just too much, man. That was probably the first no one. No one was talking about it. That's why I didn't. Like, I've had it from the library for weeks, and it's like, no one was talking about it. So every time I'd, someone would recommend a different film, so I just the, kept thinking and pushed it off. The director and, just like, I think he's the guy that did a lot of the last Hunger Games movies. He's just mm-hmm. so unimaginative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, well, this has been our big, like, epic five, six hour yeah, episode of our best of horror and best of the year. Um, so, what were our overall horror and uh, overall? What was the horror? Do you guys remember your horror picks? My top horror was Annihilation, which would have been probably number six or seven mm-hmm. on my main list. And then my top uh, film of the year was The Favorite. That oh. makes sense. Maddie, your overall of the year? I think Hereditary might be my favorite movie this yeah. year so far. Even I, I liked Halloween too. I think like my top four yeah. horror probably would have made it high up on my mm-hmm. overall, but I don't think any of them would have made number one for me. So Mission Possible yeah. was definitely always going to be it. But I Ritual think Mandy, was my top I think horror. Mandy might be my my top three. Like I don't know. Mandy, Mandy and Annihilation are in my top yeah. list. I think I enjoyed putting together the horror more than I did yeah. the overall. But I, I again, I'll st- I, I'll keep on saying I, I hated this year for film, yeah. and uh, I'm glad it's over. <laughs> Except I don't want to watch any more 2018 films. Except you'll you'll find all of the. It'll be like First Man is your that, number that, one of the. Maybe I, I, again, like that's I think, how it usually plays I think out. Right? First Man has a chance. Creed two, but like I don't think any of them. Like, yeah, I don't know any of these those artsy ones. I don't see making. It. Maybe the favorite might. I don't think so. I think I'll enjoy it, but I think it's going to be mm. too dark for, for me. I, I think... Uh, film I'll probably enjoy be, and never watch again. I don't know. It might be that that case. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Again, I'll, I need... For me, like my list has to be films I'm excited to watch again, and a lot of those films, like I'm like, that oh, was really well done, but I don't want to ever see it again kind of thing. So, I don't know. That's, that's, for, that's how I make my list. <laughs> I do kind of put that in... I, I have to want to watch it again, or it has to have some sort of like fucking crazy crazy impact yeah it better blow me away like be like this is so depressing and stuff but it was so well made and 
Mm-hmm. Anyways, well, thanks yeah, for having me, guys. It's, it's been a great year. Yeah, thanks for uh, joining us for both these. We've had yeah. you for like a while now. Yeah, we've been blessed. <laughs> it's been like the the, the trio show. We so call them a heaven sently. We're going to probably lose a bit of quality when we go back to me <laughs> and Maddie for a bit there. Um, I think so. The plan is we'll be back, but we're going to talk about the films, of, I guess, our top 10 of 2019 we're excited about. Mm-hmm. Thanks again for joining us, Adam. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts on our list or share your list. Uh, you can get a hold of us at moviecitymaniacs at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Twitter at moviecitymaniacs. And Facebook, we have the group page and the like pages. Come uh, share your thoughts on our list. Um, I'm sure you want to slot me or <laughs> or Adam Warmbody for some choice that we did or didn't include. So we'd love to hear um, your thoughts. Uh, anything else you guys want to add before we get out of here? I don't want to hear nothing. <laughs> uh, really, I, I just want to add, go watch Uncle Drew and yeah. Gotti if you, if you didn't get yeah. anything out of this. Uncle I think Drew that's with what... Dr. Drew's commentary that on the DVD. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, we'll be back soon. Peace. Peace. Stay scared. Should we still do that for yeah, a while? Yeah, why not? Stay scared. <laughs> Stay scared, guys. And I- This is the Uncle Drew edition. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, Uncle Drew. <laughs> so Uncle Drew and Gotti will be on your top five. So that's yeah, two it. of the five. <laughs> yeah, I have no clue. <laughs> you were talking about how much you love Gotti. If you put crazy rich Asians, I'm going to ask you to leave. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one-liner from a movie from 2018. <laughs> Look at Uncle Drew dunk. <laughs> <laughs>